comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Welcome to It's All Connected, a Marvel Studios podcast. It's all connected. Everything. Hey everyone and welcome back to episode 107 of It's All Connected. This is Russ and back from hiatus is Matthew Arrow. Hello. Glad to have you back. I have returned. Yeah, <laughs> it's good to be back. It's been a, a hectic uh, few weeks or months, however long it's been. Sure, sure. And continuing to uh, to pick up the torch and carry it is Daryl Taylor. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, so we'll get right to it. So a few news bites uh, that we have. Uh, one of them, Matthew, it's funny, Matthew and I were talking before the show. Uh, we always talk about the the John Ridley. The, the John Ridley question always comes up because uh, he has that deal with uh, he has that deal with ABC. Uh, mm. They they keep talking about him doing a Marvel show. We we keep getting no details, uh, no specifics. I guess we've learned recently that it's still out there, like it's still moving. <laughs> Uh, we still yeah. don't know what it is, but whatever it is is still not dead. Yeah, it's. Uh, right. It was one of those things that it's you know with damage control and mock or uh, not mockingbird most wanted. I guess we just assume maybe that fell by the wayside, but yeah, there was something from Ridley and somebody else. I don't know if it was Bell or Lowe, but but uh, someone on the inside and Ridley have both come out in the past week and said it still exists uh he's still working on it he's got a bunch of other shows that are kind of taking a priority but there's a script it's being rewritten and it's still happening and he's still excited about it so uh good news i guess we still no idea what it is but so strange and they said uh that they wanted to keep marvel's agent of shield on uh even when uh you know, I guess maybe they'll get another season because the guy said uh, when they were talking about Inhumans that they would still they want to keep Marvel's Agents of Shield on as well. Yeah, Dungey is optimistic about season five. So yeah, I mean that's not a you you own yourself. I mean it's you know it's basically Disney owning themselves. So. Yeah, if you really are you saying it? I mean that's yeah. It's not yeah, like you it, have to wait. To, to hear back right right so I, the question is is he saying that just to like keep faith high or mm-hmm. is he saying that because marvel will just never let agents of shield die until they get another i i feel like um i think i've said this before but i mean i, I think abc wants a marvel show period you so yeah right so i think until Inhumans comes out and proves, like if Inhumans is a bigger hit than Shield, I could see them then dropping Shield. But they might oh, be yeah. like hedging their bets right now. Like, well, just in case Inhumans bombs, like Shield's okay. It's got a fan oh. base, so let's like let's just keep it going until we know we have a like a bigger hit on our hands, or or see if 
Inhumans is such a big hit that it boosts S.H.I.E.L.D. somehow. Yeah. Well, they even weirdly said it wouldn't, Inhumans wouldn't exactly tie in with Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That was weird. It's probably smart. That too. I mean, yeah. at this it, point, it it, I don't think it really matters. It, I mean, so. it to a point, but you would think it doesn't. Then you would think they would just cancel it. Then, like, if you're not going to use right. the if thing that that's already previously connected. been on, and that's been the focal point of their show. Yeah. Even your most, like, even the the most, the character you use the most is an Inhuman. Yeah, they like, just did a spinoff of another Inhuman. Right. So how? Like, so it just doesn't it doesn't compute with me. It's it's strange why yeah. they would it, it why you wouldn't if you're going to say you want to keep the show on the air, um, why you wouldn't have some type of connection? I mean, at least Coulson. I mean, you know, some kind of running thread. Yeah, I I don't know. Or, I mean, maybe they feel like too that that's that was the drawback. That that that's what hindered Agents of Shield is that people thought it was going to be tied in more and it what and it mm. wasn't and so maybe they just feel like if they just get let it be truly be its own thing, then mm. it it isn't it isn't it isn't tied to Agents of Shield and it can truly be its own show. Um, yeah, I, I could see them changing so. their tune also once the show comes out and they've got a better sense of it. You know, yeah, right. yeah. I, I mean, think that's how the, the Arrowverse stuff was too. Like they wanted it to kind of like see how it did on its own first just so they didn't sort of maybe contaminate one of the properties so well it, it proves to be like i mean arrow was the first one and it did really well for them so right they, right when but, flash came out i mean they pretty much but they did pretty much still set it they always had that plan and they wanted to to cross it over but they didn't think it would do they thought it would just do moderate yeah pick yeah. up but yeah, when it hit, it did double what they had projected. That was when it was yeah. like, oh, we got to do, we, we can change up arrow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think if, if Inhumans is like a huge hit, then I think they'll, they'll cross it over to try and like boost shield. Yeah. I mean, the, the one thing Inhumans has going for it is revenue potential, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just has whatever advertising revenue it has available, whereas... In humans, at least the first two episodes out of eight or whatever are going to yeah. have, you know, could have a, a somewhat significant revenue component to it that uh, that completely changes the game as far as mm-hmm. uh, profitability and ratings right. and all this right. other kind of stuff. I mean, well, sharing money. I mean, sharing yeah. the budget with another company. That's yeah. You know, that's. Uh... It's a good thing. I mean, that's a, that's, that helps the show if they can do, you know, you could share the... Oh, well, they're going to need it. It's going to... They're going to need a lot of CGI. Yeah. Right, right. pull so, off virtually every character. Yeah. I mean, it's the best thing when something like, you know, like what Canada has just been doing for years, you know, with joining with other companies, BBC as well. They, sure. You know, when they really wanted to put, you know, want a bigger budget. Yeah. You know, they kind of... They don't mind, you know, sh- yeah. uh, merging with other uh, companies to share, you know, the pro, you know, how much the budget will be per show, and it's helped them. Yeah. So cool. TV uh, can do it. Yeah. yeah. So, kind of other 
business side news bits, uh, it looks like Dan Buckley has been promoted from Marvel Publisher to president of Marvel Entertainment. So this is a pretty big, uh, pretty big boost for him. He's he's been on the comic side. I think he's been publisher of Marvel Comics since like 2002. I think. So he's been almost 15 years. He's been mm-hmm. he's been in a, a fairly high position on the comic side. He started in the marketing department like in the 90s. So he's he's been involved in Marvel for a long time. I mean, he's been there since before the bankruptcy days and after the bankruptcy days and uh, and everything else. So he's he's going to be. I guess he he reports to Perlmutter uh, yeah. directly now. But it's like every division but movies is going to be under him. Yeah. Yeah. So this would be so. Yeah, it, it is interesting because um, I, I don't know. We still don't know like what the sort of balance of power is over there. And, like, yeah. What all? Mm-hmm. You keep hearing these stories that Pearl Mutter is the one like preventing diversity and things like that. You know, in the movies, like he didn't want Black Panther and Captain Marvel and things like that, or the Iron Man three villain was supposed to be a woman and all that sort of stuff. But at the same time, like the TV stuff is, you know, by far the most, uh, you know, diverse. So yeah, I, I wonder, I, I, I will wonder say, exactly what control he has or what he's doing. I will say this, and this isn't meant to, to delve into politics in any way, shape or form <laughs> without even talking about, you know, Good, bad, ugly, indifferent, whatever. I mean, that's that's not pertinent to, to this to this podcast. But Perlmutter, it looks like, is taking a position in the Trump administration dealing yeah, with veterans' affairs. So now it's not it's not a it's not a cabinet level position. So uh, it's it's not going to you know require him to you know be in D.C. or or it's not like a full time you know a cabinet level position. So it's it's not going to suck away all his time or require him to resign from Marvel. So the word is he would still, fortunately, yeah, yeah, um, it, it would still require him. He he basically is still going to be able to perform his duties uh, at Marvel. But I wonder if if just by nature of the fact that he has, I mean, he's he's kind of an investment guy, but he's been pretty involved in the Marvel side of things for for quite some time. But I wonder if just this extra duty may pull his attention away enough that. Maybe he'll be willing to kind of uh, loosen his grip a little bit, and maybe maybe Buckley will get some of these duties, or maybe he'll take over some of these uh, some of these tasks to kind of heal. Maybe you know, maybe allow uh, Buckley to get a better relationship with Feige. I mean, who knows? I mean, and, and maybe everything yeah. just stays exactly the same. I mean, it, it's there's no telling. But I think it's even. <laughs> I think his his duty, his powers, even is even more now. Being that he has that position and and he has those ties with the with the president that's going in right now, I, I think with when it comes to you know that whole power struggle with him uh, at Disney, he, he has even more of a of a stronger footing now with the, with those connections. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's still Hollywood, so. I don't know. I, I just, it is, but it's it, but it's that money. I mean, he, sure. he has more than I've even heard some rumblings about his uh, influence into even the comics now, and that might be why certain things are happening in the comics that people shake their head at, like why are they doing this? Uh, well, that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, yeah. So I mean, yeah, he I wants can... to influence. He wants to because. 
that's been the thing of all the articles that, not the blogs that just want to hate, but I mean the articles that actually look at things. The whole thing with him is being, he wants a legacy. Sure. Uh, it upset him a little bit that on the movie side, you always hear Foggy, 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 you know, every about all the movies and, and how he's, you know, he's kind of had that, he has that legacy of, of, of them owing it to him. Like he's the one who's had the, you know, his, his leadership is what, uh, how they're able to do, have such a strong uh, film division. And he wanted that with the TV and, and with Marvel's it not coming about like he wanted it to. I think that's kind of been the struggle with him. It's like he doesn't want to give it up. He wants to he wants that TV stuff to be just as strong as the film stuff. Right, right. And and he want he wants that. He wants that to Yeah. Name but it. I do wonder with like you know, Disney proving that they're willing to like take Feige's side, and I think now that Perlmutter is getting cozier with Trump, I mean, it, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe this is reading too far into it, but I, I could see Disney, you know, in some way trying to force him out more and more because that sort of sullies their brand in a way. Uh, yeah, the well, problem is that he just owns so much stock, though. He's, right, he's less. Right, they're, right. They are less progressive behind the scenes, <laughs> so it's it's not a it's not a progressive uh, in the front. No, I know, right? but but with but him I mean, like more publicly, uh, you know, like besmirching their name in a way versus what they try and like uh, sell themselves as. I just wonder if. No, they don't care about that part because it, it's it's business, and he has so much he has so much control. Yeah, well, because of that, I, how much I, I, money is involved? It, it could be. I just wonder. Like, there's only a matter of time before you know. Like, we know all this stuff, mm -hmm. but most people don't know the inner workings of who's running Marvel and stuff. So I do wonder what, that once what, you know more people find out that you know this guy who's the head of all this Marvel stuff is also you know in bed with you know, Trump in some way. I just wonder if that'll rile, you know. No, look at it this up. way. It's there. People have known about this Perlmutter connection uh, with Republicans for, for a while now. I mean, it's not, it's, right, it's, it hasn't been able to keep secret and add different. to that, that they've made as much money as they've made this in 2016. It's like the only time there's a, there's a, you know, the eyebrow, an eyebrow goes up. Is when, when they look back and they start to see uh, uh, some of the money, you know, they start to see that they haven't made as much. Yeah. If, if they had, if they had had issues, like if they were, um, if the films were not doing as well as they did, and then, you know, and then they start to to lose revenue, and then you have Perlmutter and and you know the you know talk of him with an unpopular. Uh, president right now, he's out. Yeah, but 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 right, I think I'm Feige not... gets scapegoated first. <laughs> like like Feige goes before Perlmutter does if stuff starts going sideways. You're right. Exactly. You're exactly, exactly right. Um, that's how so strong he's it is. the one behind the films, and that's yeah. the money maker. Yeah. So uh, all I'm I, saying I, is, I'm not saying they'll they'll kick him out, but I I am waiting for the sort of like what I haven't seen is outside of our circle of mm -hmm. people who are really invested in this comic stuff. 
I haven't seen like the larger consciousness of of social media and people online like getting wind that one of the most popular film and comic and TV franchises is overseen by a guy who's now working with Trump. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah, but it's a tough. Get it's talked been about. there, yeah, it's, it, but it's a tough. Know, I, if it's it's a tough deal too because. I mean, again, not to get too political, but he's going to work for the Veterans Administration, so it right. it's you got to be no, I know, careful. I know. I'm not there. I'm not. I know. I'm not saying. All I'm saying is I'm I'm just surprised more people haven't made more. No, you're absolutely it. right. Yeah, that's no, all. I'm just surprised there's absolutely. not more of a sort of stink being raised. Yes, I yeah. I'm. I am. Well, Disney well. has a very strong uh, promotional branch. I mean, it's always had that. I mean, it's it's if Disney can survive uh, allegations of ties to uh, racist uh, material back in the day, they could survive this. Yeah. Like it, they, it, they have survived a lot. They yeah, have it also helps right, that, right. that Perlmutter that, uh, is kind of a recluse, so yes, he's not exactly. I mean. Regardless yeah. of what you think, think well, of I him, think that's why most people don't know. About right, him outside he's, of people like us. Yeah, he's not some publicly. I'm not saying privately, no. but publicly, he's not some big loud mouth that's always tweeting right. and giving mm-hmm. press conferences right, right, right. and saying a bunch but, of stuff. Nope, like he's nope. he's a fairly. I mean, I, I think what when he went to Mar-a-Lago recently, like well, that was the first picture taken of him in public in like fifteen yep. yeah. years or something. Yeah, like that, that was like a news item, like yeah. candid photo, blurry photo of him taken, and people are like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get in trouble. Like, there's no the sad yeah. part. It doesn't matter about like the him being. It's it's nothing illegal, so it's not going to be. No, right, no, I know. Right. So just, even if it comes out, like even if it comes out when it, people are going to go see these movies if they want to go see them regardless. Like, they could talk about Perlmutter being a part of uh, the the current Trump administration, and people could... It could be the most unpopular... We don't know. It could be the most unpopular uh, presidency in years, if it is, and still, people will go see... If the films are the films, yeah. they're still going to go see those films. It's not going to stop. It's like even scandals have not. It depends on the scandal. Yeah, but there's no true. scandal, right? There. Right. But, yeah. like but we we see how people like you know lose lose their mind over like you know Tilda Swinton as the ancient one, right? So <laughs> yeah. I'm just surprised. This seems equally as worthy of you know a think piece cycle, sure, as that. So I'm just I'm sort of waiting for that yeah. other shoe to All drop right. and and like the average public to to like put two and two together and like raise a raise a fuss about it in some way i'm just i'm uh, just sort of waiting for that to happen some well, e- even even with the till till the thing it it did i don't think it hurt one no no i know i'm i'm not i know i i i think it's wishful thinking to think that that will somehow be the thing that ousts him i'm just i'm really just saying i'm surprised that I just we see been some fuss made about it, right? But I, I guess I ju- we just you know like uh, doing so many news stories on the comic side and then and movies and TV because it's so linked together now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The entertainment branches with uh, with all of that, like that's the push right now. Everything is entertainment, entertainment. Even in comics, it, even yeah. when they tell you it's not, it is. Sure, it's all about the entertainment. People just don't care like you know like there's allegations of sexual there, there's there there was allegations about 
certain actors who who even had to settle out of court on on uh, sexual harassment on the set. He just got an award. <laughs> he, yeah. he just won. He just won uh, uh, an award for the film he was in. Yeah. So it all depends. It doesn't always. When DC had that editor, I mean, again, I'm not into naming names and right, you know, right. But had but, an editor that had some serious allegations, and for years yeah. he swept it under the rug too. Swept so. it under the rug. Yeah. It, there, it comes out for a, like people go online and Twitter it maybe, but and it comes out for a minute. But unless there is something bigger, like unless there is like really something really you know, big about it where you, you know, the company really has to go, all right, we can't, we can't mess with it. But there's been allegations of like, uh, there's, there's Marvel allegations of, of a guy, writer at Marvel who has done it multiple times. But if you're able to change the narrative, yeah, you know what I mean? It's all about changing the narrative. It That's business. It's, it's all about, because people have short attention spans for the most part. Sure. When it comes to this yeah. stuff, unless you give me more, if there's not a lot of like he's not continuing to do horrible things that we know of that you can well, mention, people forget that. it's a, it's about give me my movie, shut up and give me my movie that I want to see, or shut up and give me my TV show I want to see. That's kind of so pro murder plus being the guy that owns most of the the stock. I think he's I think Laureen Jobs owns more stock than him, but I think he's second if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Yeah, he ain't going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. If if push came to shove, Foggy would be gone before he would. Oh, sure, sure, sure. With the amount of control that he has right now. It's just the point of now if his control starts to cost them money, if they can prove his control is costing them money, and he wouldn't want to cost himself money, then he that would be a, they would do a coup and have him out. Yeah, the board. But until that happens, it's yeah. yeah. My my only hope, or is, he's old and yeah, or that the other yeah. way. My, <laughs> nature, yeah, nature. Yeah. My only hope is just that he's uh, he's sidetracked enough that he he willingly gives up some duties and somebody else can uh, can step in and, and do some good. So yeah, yeah. we'll we'll see. Because uh, we want a stronger TV side, right? Yeah, Netflix is good. Yeah. I don't think the Marvel Netflix stuff. Which no one says it's a part. Like it's funny, no one mentions that he has anything to do with that. Like it's never even put in the same. Yeah, even though it's ABC uh, Television sentence. that produces it, it's... right. They've never put his name yeah. in the same uh, thing as that. They the the part that's shaky is the TV side, the regular, you know, with the shows on ABC. Yeah, that's Buckley, the shaky part. And Buckley's been a producer on the Netflix stuff and and some of the animated stuff too. So he's been right. he, you could tell he's been kind of inching his way in this direction. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think he was it was saying he just games like gaming and stuff. Like he was already over yeah. TV. Yeah. And, and he's a quiet dude too. He's yeah. another one that's very quiet behind yeah. the scenes guy. He's and I've, a, I've never interview. heard anything negative about him. I know you know even for a while because he took over publisher from what Jameis. Yeah, Bill Jameis, who him and well, yeah. Well, first Jameis was out, and then Casada yeah. uh, kind of took had to t- take a little bit of that, and yeah. then they brought him in. He, yeah, cause after G- cause they Jameis, wanted the opposite of Jam- of Jameis because Jameis was very hands on. Yeah, and he was and, and Vulture's hands on. Yeah, very vocal. Uh, he did not have a good online. reputation. No, no, he did not. And when they, the only reason why he got. Uh, moved out is because creators started to leave. Yes, yeah, it was bad. That's when. That's when, and they weren't just 
you know, any they were the they were what they considered the A list creators at the, at the company were basically like if he's not if he's still here I'm not here yeah and that's uh you know we'll go to another company and that's what got him out yeah I've never heard anything negative about Buckley I mean I've I've never I, I've I've never you know you don't hear he's, he's a you don't hear a lot of about him period but I've never heard no. anybody uh-huh. or interviews or anything where he's been looked down upon or talked talked uh, poorly of so no I don't, I don't talk about him really yeah all right so that was that that was going to be a short <laughs> news bite that turned into a long <laughs> news bite but that's okay um uh on the movie side the other thing i guess there's there's been some some talk that uh daryl uh not daryl taylor but uh daryl from the uh what's thor been up to while the avengers were in civil war daryl uh might might uh, make a return appearance that it wasn't just a one and done for that little fun video they put together, which I thought was, I would, I, I hope I would love that. Like I'm, (laughs) I'm all for more sort of zaniness and absurdity. I'm so excited for um, Taika Waititi to be doing this movie. Yeah. Um, And I just want him to sort of be like James Gunn, but for Thor and just inject a lot of, zaniness and and you know weirdness into the into it so if it's bringing in thor's like earth roommate as part of that like i'm i'm all for it because um i i think the whole thor like universe in the movie side could use a sort of uh facelift sure. uh yeah. and if, if part of that is more sort of uh absurdity and humor i i think that's what made the first movie work and what made the second movie be my least favorite Marvel movie. So, <laughs> well, that yeah. in a week script. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a lot of it was a lot of things, but I think um, I, I, it's such a him and the Asgardians. It's such a lofty, you know, crazy, super powerful thing. It's like a race of of supermen, you know. So, mm. I think adding some levity into it, it, especially when you're doing like Hulk and Thor, like you know, two living nuclear weapons, it it can get a bit hard to keep that grounded and relatable and hard for you to care about it. So I think adding in some humor and humanity and silliness, uh, to me, I think could work really well. So Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, we'll see. I, I didn't even think about it when they did it. it was, I, people made it such a big deal about it, and I was like, I didn't think about it, it would be that important to people until uh, well yeah i mean i think it's more that just there has been like a tease that he might somehow be involved in ragnarok and then that Mm -hmm. plus the director given you know like what we do in the shadows is one of my favorite movies so uh just seeing him take on thor and marvel and knowing what marvel is like james gunn do with guardians i'm hoping maybe a similar thing will sort of happen with um with thor and it'll just uh you know, add, it'll just be a different side of things. I mean, we've got plenty of super seriousness in in the other Marvel movies, so I wouldn't mind a little bit of uh, uh, comedy mixed with all that. Sure, sure. One of the other things that's come up on the casting front is uh, it looks like Peter Dinklage has been cast in Infinity War, and mm. there's no mention of who specifically he's playing. There's a lot of speculation. Uh, <laughs> I guess there's a lot of talk about him playing Pip the Troll, because uh, there are not many 
who else could he plug? There are not many with his. I mean, I no offense to you know, kind of put him in a corner, like saying you're the black guy, you'd only play the black character, right? But I mean, he played Trask in X Men, so it's not like. But it's Infinity. The only reason I even I I think that's what it is is because it's Infinity War. Like this is going yeah. to be. Finally, we get the deal with these gems. Like the, what this is what everything's been leading to, and I it just would be. I'd be so surprised if we don't get because he's part of that. Like I'd it'd be so surprised if if he's not playing that character of Pip, who is part of the gems and even had one. You yeah, know, yeah. I think the, the other speculation was that he was like a dwarf character. I wasn't familiar with that might have designed the gauntlet itself. Uh, that was something I, else I saw. I know some folks have been saying Modok that. Yeah, I I do not think that's ever going to happen. Yeah, it no, sounds a little far fetched. The only and the other thing, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say the only other thing I can think of is maybe he's either doing uh, just VO. You know that they haven't specifically said one way or the other. Yeah, that's um, a good point. But but the only thing that made me think he wasn't doing VO is because they they announced they they're talking about the casting so early, and so mm-hmm. even like when we got. I mean, Vin Diesel was cast early on, but but even like Bradley Cooper wasn't cast as Rocket until I, I think until filming was complete. So yeah, usually so. if you're just doing VO and yeah. not the mocap, they they typically don't need that cast so early. So it makes mm-hmm. me think yeah. that he's actually gonna appear in the movie. But I mean, th- there's a lot of cosmic aspect of this, so it could be some sort of uh, you know. Uh, somebody tied to Thanos that one of his minions or one of his, uh, you know, somebody that he sends out to do something that maybe is, is completely new. Um, but, but Pip kind of fits, like I said, Daryl, we were talking like, it's been a while Mm -hmm. since I've read infinity gauntlet, which is the first of the, of the mini series, but doesn't Pip get banished to earth or he crashes on earth. And while all that's going on, like, because the whole thing with the Infinity Gauntlet is like people just disappear, right? Like like one mm-hmm. out of every six people disappear or something like that. Right. And he kills. He technically kills every like a certain percentage of the population. Thanos does to appease death, and I think Pip ends up on Earth, and so he's trying to. He ends up like in in the middle in the Midwest or something like that, and he's trying to basically get to where he can. Um, yeah, because he had to run from the Universal Church of Truth. Like they were yeah. coming in and wiping people out, and he. Like and also, Pip is so much like his character in Game of Thrones as well, which they're not. Everybody loves that, loves him playing that character. Like, you know, the the hard drinking, the womanizing uh, guy with a with a heart of gold. You know, he's kind of the ment. You know, he's kind of the the uh, the one who kind of mentors. You know. Uh, I don't know if he's even going to be in it, but Adam, Adam Warlock, in a way, when things come up, like he helps Adam out. I, I, you know, like I can see he's doing that right now. Like that character, he's is so much like how Pip is, how he was written. Yeah, is how he is now in Game of Thrones, and I mean that's just a win-win for you. Yeah, to get you know to be like, oh, the guy you like Game of Thrones, babe. And uh, Dinklage is playing uh, Pip, and you'd be like, well, "Who the hell is that? I don't know who that <laughs> is." But 
You know, just think about uh, Game of Thrones. He's similar to that. But it's in the films. You yeah. know, like that could be... But then a, would, would hmm? Dinklage want to do that? Like basically just the same role he's already doing? Yeah, he's that's that's that, just sort of the question. He's not that turned up nose to things like that. Like right, he's I, played a vet, like he has it. I don't. He, he has it. Pixels it. for God's sake. Exactly. He is not a. He, he is true. not an That's actor true. that is one of those. I take it so seriously that I, I don't yeah. think I would feel comfortable repeating myself. He has repeated himself before. Yeah, and it's right. never hurt him That's because true. he's so good. Yeah, you know, like he's been so. I think he kind of gets it. I met that dude. His profile was so hot. <laughs> When I was working the security job, his girlfriend was so hot. But they came to pick up a car. Um, nice. But he just has that cool, like, he is just... How he is on in films is how he is in real life, where he's just cool about it. Like, he just is so comfortable in his own skin type of thing. Like, he doesn't have that look of being, you know, like, it, anything really... It, the world bothers him too much. Like, he... He has a good career. He knows he's a good actor. Um, he's gotten roles that, you know, he has transcended that, you know, you only get to play this certain character because of your physical appearances. He's past that. He's surpassed that in yeah. so many things that I don't think it would bother him. He'd get a nice check. He'd be in a in a big budget film that would be successful unlike Pixar that, that the pixels thing. Yeah. And he'd have fun for a little bit. Like it's not, you know, I don't think he'd have to shoot for too long and game of Thrones is shooting later. So, you know, I, I, I don't think he would care. I think this is just a win win for him. Why not? You know? Yeah. Cool. Well, I think we'll find out fairly shortly because, uh, yeah, it's got to start soon. Yeah, filming is starting any minute now, and they're kicking off in Ireland. I know Black Panther supposedly starts this week or started today in Atlanta. So it's amazing. Yeah, it's got to. I mean, yeah, let's they add up. another person because every week it's another person. I'm like, how do people are in this movie? Well, it's it's bizarre. They're gonna. Ha- I think they're gonna be filming three movies at the same time because we heard that Ant Man and the Wasp yeah. starts in June, mm-hmm. Infinity War starting now, Black Panther starting now. It's like. This is crazy. Yeah. And assuming they're doing both Avengers movies back to back, that's like, man, some people are going to just spend like the next two years. (laughs) Yeah. It's where they're at now. I mean, yeah, Yeah. it's where they're at now, especially with uh, getting actors who are, who are actually working heavily. Like DC's already done that. They've had actors in their roles that have gotten other roles and they have to, Think about that. Marvel has kind of went low key with with the actors besides Robert Downey Jr. But now, right, right, now it's to the point now where no, now everybody's working. Yeah, yeah. And these yeah. new people they bring in, they're popular on these shows. I mean, so you have to do it that way now. Yeah. Yep. So we'll find out more. We'll have, we'll we'll know more soon. I, I think in the coming weeks, as filming starts, we're going to get a lot of you know. Uh, behind the scenes, you know, people yeah. taking pictures. The next few and, months, I think, will be yeah, footage. Cool. So we'll, we'll learn a lot about a lot of projects. Yeah, we'll be we'll be getting some good stuff. So, so cool. Um, all right, so that was our that was our short quote unquote news segment. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> glad it was, it was a, a good. Sm- glad it was a slow minutes. news week. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, so uh, again, we had a couple weeks between last episode and this episode. Uh, I'm, I, I think we're, I'm going to try and keep us weekly, but, uh, but if you're, if you're paying attention to your iPods, I would say bi-weekly is probably, um, probably a safe bet. Uh, if we can, if we can kind of get everybody together and, and get it done weekly, we will do so, but uh, but that's that's the way it's looking. So we're going to talk about we're going to get caught up on Agents of Shield. We're going to talk about Broken Promises and the Patriot. Broken Promises had an uptick in uh, the ratings, and then the Patriot had a like a series low in the ratings. So I'm not sure why that is. Uh, I would think uh, you know if people tuned in, they would they would be happy. I, I thought both of these episodes were pretty good. Uh, I was a little. I think some of the things I'm con- I was concerned about. Uh, I like the direction they're going in. I think, especially when we talk about the Patriot, I think the way that that episode went was a little surprising given how things were at the beginning of the season. I didn't see mm-hmm. that coming necessarily. Totally, They surprised uh, me both. Yeah. Both episodes yeah. just totally surprised. Yeah. Me. yeah. So, uh, so we'll dig into broken promises first. Uh, and the one thing that I really loved about this episode more than anything, and maybe this is why it did well in the ratings, there was some buzz about it, but it was all the Mac banter and the yo-yo banter about trying to work in all these movie references to robots taking over and going crazy yeah. um yeah you know from good. right from right off the bat mac is like <laughs> robots always go crazy and attack like like what is, what is wrong with that, you like you're, the, you're being ridiculous the thing that drove me nuts about that was that He's referencing all these movies about but robots going on, Ultron. and nobody says Ultron one time. It's like no. this happened for real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I loved, I loved all that, but it, it felt very odd that, especially because they did that. I think in the Mace mentioned it, yeah, in the episode before. Well, yeah, and Radcliffe mentions it when he introduces Ada to Fitz, like in yep, the first yep. episode. So mm-hmm. it was just, it was just weird that in that moment there, like, there's a real, you know, quote, real world example of right. I guess of a robot it, going yeah, crazy I, and no, and Mac never thinks to bring that up. Like maybe it was just too but, easy. But I know just, that yeah. was just a weird like they right it was one just a joke. weird little moment. Like he could have yeah the first thing joke. he could have said was hey all these movies and hey did you guys forget Ultron? Like it could have exactly. been like one one line of just like punctuation and then go back to the mm-hmm. it was just a yeah. little yeah, I, odd. Yeah, I because he's us. I mean he's right. Us. It was like yeah. they were purposely trying to not mention Ultron. Yeah. Which, yeah, but I thought it was funny. Weird. Oh, him and Yo Yo. Yeah, everything think, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think him and Yo Yo. They brought in the because there's no romance in this season at all. Yet. Yeah, like yeah. this is the this is the only romance we've gotten uh, so far this season, and they they do have good chemistry, and you get to you know you 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 know those the back and forth with them, and then. In a room full of everybody, it seemed like they were the only two hanging out, and everybody else was working. Yeah, yeah. But I and love how I, it's just the two of them were on the same page yeah. with it. Nobody else, everybody was clueless. But he's like, you know, he, he mentions, oh, yeah. you know, he, he says not like this isn't or this is not a Johnny Five. You know, mm-hmm. talking about they're uh, starting to sink. They're, they're, yeah, they're sinking in their yeah. delivery. They, talk, a, they talked about Terminator, like. Right. Yeah, they talk about the Terminator movies, and I think oh, what is it? Yo Yo even says even Salvation, and in yeah, I thought that was weird. Yeah, yeah they didn't <laughs> want to touch Genesis yet. Yeah, so they're yeah. like, well, we'll make Salvation be the bad one. <laughs> right. Uh, it's like, well, I think they're yeah. Yeah. It's like I, I like Yo Yo too. Yeah. I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think um, I really liked her in the comics. I think she's 
great here. Mm-hmm. Natalia Cordova Buckley is awesome. I was super excited about the spinoff little yeah. mini series. Um, that, that, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad they didn't just like dump her like they have almost every other Inhuman. I know. And yeah. She's grown. I like her. She's yeah, not a she's young great. teenager. She's grown and yes. she's in this. Yes. And, yeah. You know, they didn't. They really let her shine. Yeah, I yeah, thought we up. would hit uh, the yo-yo, the slingshot mini, uh, the the web series. Uh, but since we're covering two full episodes of the show, I think we'll save that. If we can record next week or this coming week as you're hearing this, uh, I think we'll do the slingshot uh, mini and then we'll do the next week's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so we can stay caught up. Because I, I I haven't had a chance even to watch it yet. I've been, I've been pretty tired. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. I mean, I, I guess I won't really say much about it, but it's it's pretty good. I mean, it looks good. That's good. It it looks like they shot it like it's it's like they wrapped up on Shield and then they kept shooting it. Like it looks mm-hmm. as good as an episode of uh, Shield production wise. So that's good. Um, yeah, I, so I was excited about that, and I'm I'm glad they're exploring this sort of you know other way of kind of telling little stories and spinoffs since we don't have the one shots anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I hope they keep doing that. I mean, I, I'm all for exploring some of these characters in like little, you know, mm-hmm. little ways like that. So hopefully they do some more stuff like that. Well, it did very well for uh, DC TV when they did it. Uh, they do a lot of online stuff. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah, the video yeah, and stuff and they seem to people seem to really it it made traffic go to the to their to their uh website the as well. What is it the so CW really, seed too? Well that was for just the anime. Yeah, they yeah. CW itself the, the app itself the CW app it they really had a lot of video. <laughs> and, and Yeah, cuz they would have little I remember back in season 1 or 2 of Arrow they would have these sort of like a little mini story that was like awkwardly product placement. It was like a, a commercial starring the characters from Arrow. Yeah. yeah. Or like Bose headphones or something. And yeah, that now they're doing like mm-hmm. interviews with the cast. They'll mm-hmm. take like two cast members and interview them about the episode after the episode kind of thing, which is right. really yeah. cool. But this was yeah. great. I mean, it was no weird product placement. It was like a contained story. It, you know, it, it felt like a, a good natural thing to do. So I, I hope they do more stuff like that. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So hopefully, like I said, we'll we'll talk about that next time. Um, but but back on the episode. So the so obviously all the robot references were were awesome. Uh, maximum yeah. over, overdrive um, and right. Mac having robot insurance. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, my brother's my, gonna be rich. My brother's gonna be amazing. rich. Yes. Yes. <laughs> He's got a more vision. That is to me one of the like mo- the funniest, most absurd things the show has ever done. Just the idea yeah. that. Mac of all people has robot insurance. Robophobia or whatever. Yeah. In the universe they have robot insurance. Like love that that He's that kind of a he has weird quirks. Like he thinks there's just certain things with with him that is just so funny. He's like a great face guy, but he's like the guy that's like this big fit, really huge guy, and he's like Mm -hmm. deathly afraid of spiders, you know, like like to the point where he's jumping on a counter, he's so afraid. He's like that kind of guy. He's like, I, you know what he is? This is exactly what he is. He is what John McClane used to be. Where yeah. he's like, I, you know, like, before he started phoning it dude. in. Right. He's like, I'm just a regular dude. And I just, you know, I'm just trying to get through the day. I'm just trying to get in the clock out, have a beer with my girlfriend, right? Yeah. Whole bunch of terrorists are there. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay. 
Uh, I'm probably going to be killed doing this, but I'll run head head along into a thing of terrorists and, you know, break out and do some heroic stuff, hating every minute of it. Like, even the little comments he makes when he's almost getting killed or shot at, like, he's talking to the... You you root for him because of that. Like, that was that John McClane thing in the first film, where it's like, I can't believe I'm sitting here in a shootout with all of this going on, and I was supposed to go home. I wasn't even supposed to be here today. This yeah. I was this was my off day. I wasn't even supposed to be here. And he throws in little family stuff here and there. That's the kind of thing that, you know, I think people latch on to with with them. And then when Yo Yo is kinda like a, a nine to fiver kinda, you know, she's not super into the espionage thing. She just gets it done. So it's kinda like them joking with each other. It's kinda that uh we get to see yeah. John McClane with his if his wife was on the adventure with him. Yeah, kind of because she knows yeah. him now. They talk so much that they kind of know each other a little bit better. And it, I th- it's just something the show needed. Like when they lost uh, uh, Bobby and and, and uh, what Hunter. Yeah, yeah. We, we it lost something when the yeah, show. Yeah, they, they did. So and I think this is bringing they're really uh, kind of bringing some of that back with the with these two characters. Yeah. And it feels yeah. natural, too. Yeah. yeah. Like they're yeah. just trying to replace that. It like it, it worked naturally. Yeah, so it was just kind of funny this whole interchange and all the the in jokes. The lawnmower, man, you know, this is how the lawnmower man ends. That, yeah. was, that was hilarious. <laughs> he did not just go maximum overdrive. overdrive. Yeah, right. that was. Right. Uh, and then of course at which, the end, he decapitates her and calls her small wonder. Which <laughs> right? Yes, <laughs> that was another which, funny. Which happened yeah. to her all the time. For for those of you that don't know what that is, uh, go to IMDb and type in small wonder. Yes, there was another in my. I'll just bring this up, the Maximum Overdrive reference. Someone in the comments of my review for the episode on MCU Exchange was asking, um, in Maximum Overdrive, the semi-truck has a green goblin mask on. Mm -hmm. So they were like, just talking about how, so in this universe, Mac has seen, you know, like, does the idea of green goblin as a (laughs) Marvel character exist (laughs) For maximum right? overdrive to reference and Mac to get, so that's, that's a little thing to ponder. That's funny. I know, but he'd never do the joke, <laughs> even when the movie comes out. He'll never do the joke. Yeah. yeah. I, I, one of the things after the cold open, that little logo they had for the Agents of Shield thing with all the, you know, kind of machinery working behind it and stuff. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Nice little little tidbit there that they they popped in. Um, yeah, the, I like how they're sort of gearing each arc towards like a yeah. There's a Ghost Rider one, the LMD one. There's apparently a third one coming, so it won't yeah. be all LMD for the rest. Which yeah, you can, I which think is, is a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, people like the extra stuff. I mean, again, the DC TV stuff they did. You know, like people like the little extras, a little different. You know, yeah. like yeah. having a little arcs and you know, like when guest yeah. stars come on and doing a little extra stuff. People yeah. kind of do the eyebrow up, like, oh, I'll look at that. You know, as a Exactly. Com- it's a good chance to be like, hey, this is a new point to kind of jump in a little bit. Yeah, commercials yeah. are boring. You gotta, you gotta, the promo should be exciting. You know, yeah. commercials are boring. People tune out when they see commercials. So when the promo comes up, this is going to be something people are going to watch online. Because every week, what happens? They put up the uh, the video for the next show. Yep. You know, and that's, and then we all, you know, all of us who are in, especially entertainment biz, we, 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 uh, promote the episodes and we write about it and, and put that up. So the more exciting it is, 
you know, the more the more eyes you get on it. Yeah, definitely. But <clears throat> other than the homicidal robot that's terrorizing Mac and Yo-Yo, <laughs> uh, the main the main focus of this episode was the the fact that they're going after. They realize that Senator Nadir, Nadir's brother VJ VJ was the Inhuman that um, that she went and checked out, um, and that that they're after. So right. Uh, and it turns out that the reason Nadir is kind of so anti-hero or anti-powered uh, is because their mother was killed in the Chitauri invasion. So yeah, that was a great, find, great yeah. detail. Yeah, we find that I out did not care about Nadir at all. No, <laughs> yeah, really. yeah, and I was just like, but that episode was like, okay, this is what I'm talking about. Like that, mm-hmm. we got a little bit of that in that Jessica Jones episode, but. This is the the first sort of major fallout we've seen right. from the whole New York thing. Like, right. this is this is what happened to some you know mm-hmm. regular non superpowered people. Like, right. people died, you know, yeah. and right. and it makes sense that they would get this sort of xenophobic mentality based on this whole sort of thing they don't understand, mm-hmm. especially. when the inhuman thing starts, you know, a couple years later. So sure, it's like here we go again. Yeah, so I, right. I liked that seeing her brother. It, it added some depth and made made her um, more interesting as a villain, um, especially because she she like can't quite commit to killing him at first. So that sort of yeah. th- there were some layers, and it made her only if you're normal. Like if he didn't have any right. ability shown, exactly. she's like sure. oh. but there was there was still a bit of tension. You know, she wasn't one hundred percent cold blooded. Like there, you felt like there was a reason at least. Like I don't agree with her, but mm-hmm. there was like there was more to her than just like I'm a senator who, who hates you know inhumans because right. you. You know, like yeah, he powered up. If he had powered up beforehand, I think she would have put a bullet in his head. That definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But, but I like that they they added a little tension just to show that she's got some you know shades of gray to her, and and even yeah. he, even uh, VJ was sort of like he was on board too. You know, like he mm-hmm. he didn't want to be an inhuman. You know, like right. so um, yeah, it, it made her more interesting. I think the more the more complex the villains, the better. So right, sure. And and two, when I thought it was funny, so Mace, May, or Mace, Daisy, and Gemma go after trying to find out where Nadir is so they can get to VJ and and hopefully help him either bring him in, make him part of the team, or at least help him out because they're pretty convinced that. Uh, that the senator has nefarious means. So the bit where Gemma goes into her office in Washington, D.C. and puts on that southern accent, and (laughs) it was hilarious. She takes that guy down. Yes. So good. She's fighting and no one's jumping. I was so surprised now. Like, nobody tried to jump in at any time to to help her out. They're just like, wait. And you hear her, you know, you hear heads banging in the thing. Yeah. Yeah, Mace is freaking out. uh, Yeah, like, Fitz early in the season got to kind of get in a fight and you know she's been training with may she's she's a shield agent like i like that that they showed that she's competent like she's got some training like yeah um and it was a good follow-up to her taking mockingbird down yeah and back in season two so i like that what if she had like a an electric like a taser hairpin like i think Mm -hmm. that's such a good she has a darker side every woman should be walking around with a hairpin taser she has a darker side to her than I think 
been oh, fixed yeah. a little bit in the field. I mean, she's yeah. had to do some. She's had oh, to yeah, make some decisions. She almost killed uh, Ward. Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah. Ended up killing. Uh, was it Bakshi? She threw one of those disintegrators at some. I think. It was oh Bakshi. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yes, so. yeah, yes. yeah. But she was going to kill Ward. Yeah, I mean, she's. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, then, maybe you know, being stranded on the planet and yeah. having to fight to survive. I mean, she's mm-hmm. she's she's been through some stuff. Yeah, when it yeah. comes to getting a mission done, she's she's a little bit more like with you know Melinda May than she yeah. is. Uh, yeah, definitely. But on I, the but backside, I, I think. But I thought it was hilarious because Day- Mace is freaking out and, Day- and Daisy's like, "Oh, Gemma's been kidnapped like three times since yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. been an agent. Like, don't, don't worry, worry about yeah. this. This don't is worry. fine. But only only two times on this planet, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah only twice <laughs> and on this he's planet. like. He's like, what? Wait, what? (laughs) Which is weird because shouldn't he know that? (laughs) Like, wouldn't he briefed about all that? Well, next episode, it'll explain why he seemed out of sorts in these situations. Sure, but you think he would have been at least, like, briefed about, like... It did make make my eyebrow go up a little bit. Like, why he looks so out of director, like, a year ago, they, like, went to another planet. Like, Mm -hmm. surely that's, like, the front page of the debrief. (laughs) It's all redacted. Yeah, I guess. Well, if he doesn't have access to it. <laughs> but yeah, that was... I, I didn't begrudge them because it was funny. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, so all that's going on. We find out that Nindir's pretty cold-hearted, like we, we talked about. I mean, ultimately, she takes him on the... Uh, on the helicopter when she finds out he does have... I mean, he, he pleads his Damn, case for her like, not to kill him, yeah. And then when they get on the helicopter, she's the one that takes the gun because she's in cahoots with the watchdogs. Uh, I thought it was funny when they get on that helicopter escaping and the dude who was about to kill him is right next to him. I was like, like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, If she hadn't killed him right then, BJ should have been like, hey, this guy next to me just tried to kill me. Do you, Mm -hmm. uh, why am I next to him in a helicopter? It's such a, it's, it's such an X-Men thing. I died yeah. like I'm so into the, the comic. I mean, of the watching her uh, with this group, you know, getting a politician into this group of hating these uh, right, yes, people yeah. with abilities. It is so cool. I like, I like it. Like uh, that, it it, brings, yeah. it it makes me think of that. And and I knew that she would wind up if she had to choose between family and you know that hate, that racism, that hate of of other beings yeah. that she would pick the hate. Yeah, and it's weirdly well, uh, topical in a way, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, well, she makes a point even earlier on, like, that they made a pact that if yeah. either of them became right, humans, right. that they would they would take care of it. So, right. Which uh, is like so, a, you know, do not resuscitate order almost. Like, it's yeah. an interesting sort yeah. of mm-hmm. play on something that might exist in the real world. So it yeah. was, it, yeah, it's an interesting thing because it's like, you know, hey, if I ever become a, you know, I'm on a, you know, oxygen machine, you know, or I'm in a coma, like pull yeah. the plug. And this is like, well, they're still alive. Right. It, it, it brings up sort of an interesting moral quandary that I uh, hope they dig into a bit more. Cause I think it's, it's, I think they will. Some interesting stuff. I don't think he's done. No, no. I mean, no, 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 no. Well, yeah. obviously when we, so see the, we yeah, right. right. Spo- you know, I love his powers too. I love <laughs> Man, his abilities. That was so cool. I was like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, that's the power I want. <laughs> like Speed. But yeah. he is the yeah, way. It was like kind of speed, but it was sort of, mm-hmm. uh, it was just cool how it wasn't straight up like he's super fast. It was more like he had, 
just reactions were really quick or it, it sign this cool. dude like all i can say to them is if you're going to do anything please make this dude a team member like do not push him to the side because he or has an interesting background off, like every other inhuman yeah or kill yeah. him off or just forget him like put him somewhere yeah and like joey just about him. Gone. <laughs> it's yeah. like he has such an interesting history that i would love exactly. to see like that. a little self-hating. His yeah, a little self-hating of him, but Yeah, it's interesting. He can be a fighter, but he's maybe also got... Another thing in the reviews that I wrote, someone was suggesting maybe he has powers like Darwin, the mutant. That's who's what adapt- my notes are exactly that. That's what I think. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's exactly good, what it is. Yeah. So he, yeah. he was adapting to the fight. He was adapting mm-hmm. to the ocean. Yeah, which is... Really interesting power because that's it, your Wolverine, man. Yeah, that's it your, can uh, in a lot of ways. So, it's but it's interesting cool. because so so yeah, he gets shot in the chest, he gets mm-hmm. dumped overboard, he lands in the water, and then for the stinger, he, which was really creepy, like the way he was floating or mm-hmm. sinking down yeah, to the yeah. bottom, it was really creepy looking, and yeah. then he recocoons. Yeah, yes. to protect him. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, so to me, it seems like. If he dies, or, or I almost think about like an extreme danger, like if he's mortally wounded or something, yeah, maybe his inhuman ability is that he regenerates and gives himself a new inhuman ability to overcome whatever it is. That so you know maybe when he comes back out, he's bulletproof, or you know the right. next time you know he's that could be it, or like a resurrection wow, that man. Would be, that would be interesting. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Like he adapts if they do to the that. last thing that happened. To him. That'd right. be pretty interesting. Either yeah. way would be great. Like if he, it's if it's or that, it's if it's that, or or just a reaction to any danger or stimuli. Yeah, right. It could just be whatever's going to save his life in the moment. Mm-hmm. Does it? Either way, it's like interesting because it lets them play with a lot of like. Any idea they have, like he can be the guy who has that power. So yeah, right. That's and pretty he, cool. His only limitation is him. I mean, he he's not you know he, he's not built for he, he's never had the experience of being in this world or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And stuff. So it would be inter- he'd be the the new guy in, but uh, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I just like him, man. I just more uh, organic self hating than James yeah. did, where he all of a sudden just hated himself and it didn't really make right. any sense because right. he used to want to be an inhuman. So this is more mm-hmm. natural. Like this guy's yeah, because years, he, that was like his defining trait was he did not want right. to like be taken over by this. So it, it adds like a, a really interesting wrinkle to the whole thing. And all that hate, it's like he is like, you've become that thing and you realize, Oh shoot, I'm still the same person. Well, and this yeah. might be something new because so far we've seen everybody brought into the team reluctantly, right? Mm-hmm. Like Yo-Yo didn't want to be a part of the team. Right. Uh, Joey didn't really want to be a part of the team. Uh, I mean, I guess Daisy did, but only be. I mean, A, she wasn't powered at the time, but she was more kind of black bagged into being a member of the team than anything. Right. Um, so with this, it could be a situation where this guy, because he hasn't an ax to grind and it has a grudge like he he wants to be a part of this it's like uh you know he has uh, you know something to prove and and maybe he feels like this will be his purpose mm-hmm. uh, so i i think they could do some some really interesting and and stuff. it might be a little bit of a i think her, her and fitz have a little bit of a strain with what's coming up with the storyline and yeah. him being a part of this group, there could be a little bit of tension. Well, I think, yeah, I, I think, yeah. I think there's going to be some tension for another reason on the fit side. Uh, <laughs> well, I think they both. I mean, well, it, I think they both. Though. They both have it because, like, when she right. got him out of that cocoon, I immediately yeah. rolled my eyes and was like, 
I just, and this might just be me, it might be my personal thing, but um, I feel like they've spent so long dragging out their relationship, and now they finally have it, and the writers are doing everything they can to not make them happy. It's like TV's... I agree with you. It's like couples on TV are never allowed to just be good as a couple. Like nope, There always the has to be... It drives me insane. It just drives me yeah, I wish yeah. for once there was just a couple that like everything else was crazy, but they were good, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. and then they get a show that doesn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, then they're yeah. Gone and take yeah. them from us, and that's it. Yeah, I just so yeah. The fact that they're attacking this from both fronts, like she's got a weird little thing with this guy for no reason. There's absolutely no reason she should have a thing for this guy who okay. just pops out of a cocoon that right. she's never met, and then. The whole season, they've been teasing this creepy thing with Fitz and Ada. Oh, <laughs> yes. It just doesn't make any so doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it, yeah, so forced. I just think it's like, to me, I think it's just like poor writing. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Because there's no meaning to it. I don't know what the connection. Fitz, why would he be I, that connected to this thing like that? I yeah. guess Fitz is. Fitz is all about technology and invention and everything, and I think part of it is. A little infatuation, but I think part of it is extreme fascination with but the fact. But he loves fact- people, though, so much. Yeah, but but still, he's he's still big into technology and kind of understanding that kind of stuff. And to me, this this is like the epitome of you know the culmination of technology. And mm-hmm. I think that, I think that maybe kind of tainting part of it. But yeah, but yes, I just, it's really weird. The whole thing between him and Radcliffe and Ada. I mean, personally, like. I think the decision to make Ada like a sort of model-esque woman robot was like, was a bad move because it just, it makes it too easy for the writers to just, and they did it a lot in this episode, just make it be this sort of creepy sexual thing between Radcliffe and Fitz. Like, it's like they can't help themselves, but treat it in this way. And it's, you know, it's the way they have her act, the way they have her dress. Mac mm-hmm. made some reference about her being like a creepy sex robot. I mean, and then they have all this stuff with Fitz. It's like, I wish they could divorce this idea of you built a robot. It's got to be a sex thing. You know, it's like, well, it's, it's like, it's like Finbox. It, it, right, it's but, so old school. I know, but, and it, it just, it bugs me. Like, I wish S.H.I.E.L.D., I feel like S.H.I.E.L.D. should be better than that. The idea that like, Oh, if you create life and you're a man and it's a woman, it's got to be a sex thing. And it's just, I, I just think it's sort of cheap, shallow storytelling. Um, and I think there's so much interesting stuff that could be mined from the idea of this robot becoming human. Mm. Like Ultron yeah. really didn't deal with any of that, you know? And No. Well, they had their, something there, though, but they didn't touch it. They didn't, right, right. They didn't, so this is their chance there. to do something that that I also think that, you know, jumping sideways a little bit, I think Westworld didn't do the best job of handling. And I think shield has the opportunity to like delve into like personhood and like a lot of like heavy issues that are going to be real for us in, in real life very well, soon. I, so I think well, Westworld, I think they did. I mean, for next season, I don't know where they're going to go when it finally ever comes back. But I think what they do is they, we are shallow though, to a point, you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to build a female robot, you're not going to build one that's not attractive to I, I you. Know. Especially guess... this guy, because this guy 
I know. He never meant to work for the government. All his whole thing was right, right. I just want to make money and build my stuff. And I and agree. He, like he seemed to give off the he liked to party a bit if he could, and he liked women, and he you know he like he had women around him. He kind of had I, that I, vibe. I agree. I just I feel like as a show that someone is sitting down and like writing and crafting, mm. like they could have take they could have removed that element because I feel like that element is just always there. Like we've seen that a, a million times. So mm. I just think I guess just personally, I feel like it would have been more interesting for them to delve into it without like going down that route and then adding in like Fitz being creepily obsessed with her. And even though he's got like a really good relationship with like an amazing person, you know, who's like can kick ass and is super smart and like all these well, things. He doesn't, seem just... to, he doesn't seem to look at her so much in a sexual way. He seems to look at her in a, um, just an AI like he just seems to look at her like you could be a real thing like a couple of elements of him sort of like ogling her a little bit like they played with that like when he first saw her she was like naked and he was like making Mm -hmm. a big deal it was it sort of felt like an awkward like weird well that's the first thing you'll think though yeah that's the first thing thing. you think it's it's hard not to you are he is a man i think we are we are sexual creatures right but again like someone wrote this like someone put him in that situation so that he could react in that way that's what i can't divorce but i think she will come out of it it's funny because he's starting to not fitz but the uh what's the other guy's name yeah he's he talks to her he kind of starts talking at her now Oh, yeah, very much. Or not even at her, like, talking like she's not even in the room. And he and he kind of he chastises her in the conversation. Yeah. So, and her react. She's starting to, like, this oh, whole she thing of robots pissed. can't be mad. Like, his, his whole thing was robots can't be mad. And, you know, you can't show the type of emotion. And, yeah. In episode yeah. two, she, in The Patriot, she's pissed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, the swirl of, of, you know, at the end, it's like, that's because she wasn't mad. This was all a plan. So it's like, you know, and now it's, it, it, you know, for sure it's going to be turned on him. Like he's, yeah, he's not as in control as he thinks. I, he mean, is I right guess, now. yeah, I guess that's the end of the, the, the other sort of tag. Yeah. Yeah. With the, the big reveal sorry, is sorry to deviate. It. No, 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 it's all, no, it's all good. I mean, the, one of the, the other big thing we find out is that, you know, we thought Radcliffe was, that Ada was working independently. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously at the end of the episode, Ada is decapitated. Um, they, you know, they think they've, they've dealt with the situation and we find out that the real Ada or the, the, the other Ada is still functional and well, still watching over uh, agent, the real agent may, and that Radcliffe is in on the whole thing. So this isn't some rogue AI. Uh, and, and I guess this is where, it helped uh, assuage my fears that this is this is just kind of picking up the same beats from Age of Ultron mm-hmm. because this isn't this isn't a rogue AI. This is Radcliffe directing all of this to happen the way it is, but just making it seem like it was a rogue AI. So it was an older version of Ada that uh, that they let run loose in the facility. That the real Ada is still you know there, um, and that Radcliffe is fully on board with all of this. Because totally swirled, swerved me. I, it tricked me. I, I yeah. didn't even catch. Yeah, that. I didn't. I and didn't it, see that coming. 
Yeah, yeah. I didn't either. And again, the dark hold, right? That that's the whole motivation. Like mm-hmm. even that yeah. little bit that he was able to open the book and peek at it right. has made him crazy enough that he's willing Which to go sense. this far. Like yeah. well, he him, was already like, on the bubble. Like he was he yeah. was close already. So all like, he needed yeah. was just a little bit of yeah. the push. Everything he's ever done, like when we met him, I mean, you know, he he was under like probation, and he was mm-hmm. like, "I'm going to create, you know, yeah. an LMD." So he's clearly like. And that's one of the sort of issues I have with the uh, second episode is that he doesn't seem to be in trouble at all. Yeah. No. Like, he was already basically on probation, created alternate life. Everybody found out about it. Nobody seemed to really be bothered. He kind of got a slap on the wrist. Then the next episode, his robot, like, kills somebody, tries mm-hmm. to steal the dark old, and everybody's like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't come to the base for a couple days. It's like that's it. This yeah, guy's I'm not shutting down the house. He's not an like, agent. I'm, like I'm, he's not. He's yeah. nobody. Like they should. Yeah. This guy should be like in jail. And the fact yeah, that nobody's right. suspicious of him is crazy. Like he yeah. he created this robot against the orders of Shield, and he was already a sketchy guy before that. And everybody's just like, "Eh, you're fine." Like just uh, everybody makes mistakes, you know. Like an agent, a government agent's dead, but no big deal. I just. I, that's the one little thing that bugged me is why is he not like in an interrogation room right now or something? Yeah, that house should be top to bottom. Should have been uh, quarantined. Yeah, and haven't completely. they learned that if they don't, if they leave him alone, and yet Ada's is like always just around the corner in his right. house? Like, how is nobody like? There's no cameras in this place. Like, where is he? Why does he have his own house yeah. and everybody else lives on the bait? It's just that's a weird little like plot hole that. That has that bugged me. Well, but May would have done that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Was May. But was May would have, like, she would have been like, um, you guys know this is Radcliffe, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't yeah. trust this dude. I would he have built a you know, killer robot that killed people. Yeah. Has anybody else got a problem with this? <laughs> yeah. So that's just the one thing I had to throw out that that seemed weird that he wasn't in more trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh so that, yeah, that brings us to the Patriot, the last week's ep- or this week's episode, um, and so this one had a lot going on. And th- the main thing, obviously, with this episode is we finally find out what the deal is with Jeffrey Mace. There, there's been a lot of allusion to what happened in was it Sarajevo, um, Vienna, Vienna. I'm sorry, Vienna. Um, yeah, there's more which... to the story. We know that Gemma knows what the deal was uh, with Vienna. Uh, you know, there's this picture he has in the office of him protecting some uh, woman on the ground by holding up some debris. Uh, and there's a lot of, you know, wonkiness going on. Um, and at the end of the day, what we find out is that Mace is has basically been given the Mr. Hyde serum. <laughs> um, yeah. it's, a, it's a modified version of the, the formula that Zabo created. Uh, for 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 the whole Mr. Hyde thing, tuned to his genetic makeup, and that Mace for the most part is just kind of a stooge. Like mm-hmm. um, he's yeah. not some super heroic guy. He's just a guy that happened to be at the right place at the right time. He apparently, when all that stuff was going on, the building collapsed. He tripped. That and, was so yeah, so yeah. Late. He was just like. <laughs> Like it's I, smoke in his eyes. Yeah, it was such an Iron Man three moment. Yes. Like yes, he like we knew the Vienna thing was was fake. I mean, I at least I guess I did. Like that seemed pretty obvious the whole time. Yeah, they built it uh, up because too much. yeah, because they kept saying like Vienna, and then everybody's eyes would sort of like dart around. 
So we knew something was up, but um, the fact that that was the ultimate reveal, like he had just tripped and had smoke in his eyes, I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> like they somehow made it even, I, you know, I thought it would be some massive conspiracy, but it was really just like, whoops, I made a goof and then I just went with it. And that, mm-hmm. I thought that was a little bit of a bummer that it wasn't more of a nefarious thing. But I did too, because I thought just, he had killed some, like I thought yeah, he had just, murdered somebody and they covered yeah. it up. Such and, a gee whiz like guy. Yeah, yeah see, like, I, I, I kind of, honestly, I kind of thought it would, it would be what it was, that he was just kind of a fraud. Um, mm-hmm. Right, but, but I guess they made it even more, but it wasn't even like he had a nefarious plan. It was more of a yeah. like, like he still comes out seeming kind of pathetic, which is how Mace has always kind of seemed to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. So well, none like, of them. None of them were. All the the uh, candidates, you know, all the the, the ex uh, Captain America candidates, all were failures, really. Yeah. yeah it's like they all like, had bad histories when it. When yeah, he's just it. like the end result. I think was great. I'm glad Coulson's back in charge, but it was basically. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't go, no, you know what? You're great. I, I thought they were going to do some lame speech where it was like, mm-hmm. you know, you deserve to be the director. And it's like, no, he doesn't. This guy doesn't know anything. Like, no. He, no. he has no skills, no qualifications. Like, oh. he's mildly charming. That's about it. It's like, this guy should not be involved whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. And then it made me want to smack, uh, what should we call it in the head, Talbert. Like, why Talbert, would you yeah. pick somebody who could be controlled? Really yeah. I know he could, yeah, but you, yeah, you would rather have someone with no real skills, you know, yeah. really. Well, but to Talbot's credit, he thought he did. He thought he was some sort of like hero guy, I guess. Well, and I, I'm, I, no, I, I don't think, think Mace is completely incompetent. I mean, no, I think, he's not incompetent, but he's not I think, a warrior. No, no, no. But, but and a, obviously, he was at Vienna. He must have some sort of, he's some yeah. sort of politician. Yeah. But he hasn't. Sh- he was yeah. in some war, though, or something. What? No, that's I, what I don't. That's what I'm not sure about. I almost, that's the unsure about that because he only said he only knew how to shoot from basic training. Training because right. yet again, I, I took it as like he was. He was part of like um, uh, State Department. Like he was working right. for an ambassador it was or some bureaucrat or yeah, or something. yeah, that he yeah that he wasn't a part of like Shield per se or the military even that he was literally there as like some some amb- part of the ambassador staff uh, and that and and that all happened. Yeah, that um, was un- that was kind of shaky. The like even Tower thinking thought he came out of a you know like this, he could have went anywhere when he came out of the you know yeah. It's a little confusing. Yeah. A little bit. And, just a little bit. I knew something was up because Talbot kept acting like really like overly goofy almost. Yes, in a way. he was. I almost yeah. thought he was a. I almost like thought a dupe. That it wasn't him. It was a dupe. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I thought. I thought so too. I kept thinking he was an LMD or something weird. Yeah, like it's something. Just, something. He kept doing off, and he was like, "Don't worry about it. I've got." Yeah, it. it was too yeah, weird. He was, was being too weird. Yeah. And of course, we we find out the you know the whole thing with the case. Right? They make a big deal of the case. Um, you know, at the beginning of the episode, and then you know that's why he he then of course the, the his spokesperson gets sucked out of the Quinjet. When the only thing I thought was odd, Poor this Burroughs. was a little odd. So he he's giving basically Daisy recognition. So da- Daisy's now fully in the spotlight. She's being fully recognized as an agent of Shield. You know, hero, all that kind of stuff. She's very uncomfortable with it. Um, but in the minute there's an attack. They scoop up Mace, put him on a Quinjet to protect him. Yet 
a couple episodes before he went on an actual mission. Yes. Yeah. He was suited up. So I was totally. like, this doesn't kind of like it doesn't make sense. Doesn't mesh. Um, right. Because they said mesh. something about like you're on the clock as in like because of the accords, he couldn't act. But yeah. He seemed to have no problem going in that it, Ghost Rider mission. Yeah, it was weird. It just, yeah, it just well, seemed a little off. Like unless I mean, you and and like the only way that could have that could have been that could be saved if they said something like the serum isn't lasting as long as it used to. Well, they did say he was he was off of he was coming off of it. He did right. he did say that. So maybe they were just worried that he would legitimately get hurt because he hadn't taken the serum and. Well, yeah, that I could go with. but you I would mean, think they would just the duck case. behind a corner and just inject him, and that's he, he the thing. Didn't go. To... Yeah, exactly. right. But they made it seem like it was exactly. a protocol that they knew he would follow, right? And right. that's how they found him. Was there like, Wait, right. this is yeah. what he's going to do? So, yeah, it was a little. I don't know. Maybe it was because it was an attack versus the other thing he like chose to go do. I, I don't know. I guess it. Maybe it's another little plot hole. Yeah, I did like the fact though. So they catch the guy that uh, that shoots. And uh, they bring him in to interrogate him. And I love that Simmons interrogates him by pulling out that, that suitcase with Ada's great, head. Yeah. She's smart. She's, that she's was good. Smart. Well, uh, I guess jumping slightly back, um, we got our Luke Cage connection, sort of. So what was oh, that? Oh, with the gun, yeah. That looked like the Judas bullet to me. I mean, it that drilled totally in. Yeah, that's well, remember they equipped, yeah. Remember they equipped, well, uh, that's spoiling, isn't it? For Luke Cage? Uh, no, no, no. We're past four. No, yeah, you can spoil Okay, Luke well, they've, they've equipped the police force with it. Right. So, and Mace I mean, knew what they, it was. Like, right, it drilled right. in, and he knew it was about to explode. Like, he chucks the podium. Like, he knew uh, it was sense. next. Yeah. So, I think it's out there now. I mean, once you yeah. once you give it to the police, I mean, it's out there. Yeah. I mean, that Luke Cage basically... must have happened, like, in the past in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, yeah. The bullets to, are floating it's around. Because it's the first time it's been used in the field is in. Luke Cage, that's what they're saying, like right, right. on American soil. In you know, so it has to be now that right. it's set the time. Now it's this is happening after. Yeah. after that was I, I just had to go back to that. That was interesting, and I think like our yeah. only Luke Cage connection that we've gotten. Yeah, they use that same sound. It was like as soon as I heard that sound, I was like, Yeah, what? that makes sense. Which th- that in turn is an Iron Man connection because it's Hammer Tech. Yeah, so totally. Uh, C- Coulson gives his. He tells Mace to suit up. So that that's kind of like a running, Always, you know, the whole yeah. suit up thing is something they say repeatedly. Yeah, yeah. Him and Steve Rogers, those the two that say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that Mac when so you know they obviously the the Quinjet crashes, they end up separated. That's when Mace kind of tells the story of what happened. The serum gets gets destroyed, um, and I love when that when they kind of decide to go on the offensive and Coulson takes charge. Mac goes in that shed and finds a hatchet. He's like, "Well, it's not an axe, but it'll do." <laughs> well, he did the John McClane thing again. Like he actually went out there to, to, to blow up the the yes. truck. Yeah, you know, and he found the grenade. That thing, yeah, that thing looked like a like a like an acorn in his hand. It did. It totally did. I was like, "What the heck is that? That's not a grenade." It's like, it's no, that's small. just a very big man. <laughs> he has very large yeah. hands. Yeah, just a big dude. Um, so I thought that was funny. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 I liked where it ended. Uh, I like the fact that Coulson asserted himself and said, you know, hey, 
I hate all the political nonsense that comes with this job yeah. and dealing with the press. You're really, you're actually really good at it, and your heart is in the right place. And I right. think you really want this agency to succeed. You're not he. He's kind of a, a buffoon in a way, but not in a way that's detrimental. Like he, he, yeah. His heart is in the right place, and his mind is in the right, right place. He's not one of those guys that um, is constantly ha- undermining everyone. Which I hate that in TV shows because that gets so old. Um, you know, when your boss is constantly undermining you and it's this, right, this right. battle, it's like, it's just so, it's so cliched. Uh, so I like the fact that Colson's like, Hey, I am the operational control of this agency. You are the figurehead. Um, and you can take all the credit and all the glory and do all that stuff, but I'm going to run the field missions and I'm which like, is good. yeah, which is cool because I really didn't want to see Colson back as the director. I like no, it. No. I like no, this either. aspect of Colson. It's good with him in the field, yeah. but it also makes more sense for him to not have to deal with the BS of like yeah. them arguing over operations. Like it mm-hmm. makes sense. Like Mace can be there, he can do the glad handing, and then Colson can like just handle you know, the missions and make all that work. Yeah, so, the yeah. black ops stuff and all the, you know. And it means we don't need to, like, see Mace as much, which I think no. is good. Cause no. he, he's fine, but he doesn't really add anything to the I show, like him. I think. I, 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 I like him. Uh, he could be there a little. Well, now that I, I know like what him, he is, he's, he's yeah, served no I, purpose for me anymore. Like, it's like I'm, <laughs> I've lost interest in him now. Exactly. I, I know what he is. And it's, I did think it was an interesting twist that, like, he's not, that they pretended he was an inhuman. Right. Um, yeah. But I did kind of like his moment where he's like, you know, like pretty heartfelt, like, look, I think everybody, I think inhumans deserve all the same rights. Like mm-hmm. I kind of like that layer to his character. Like he's not an inhuman. He's just a guy who just really believes that like everybody should be treated yeah. equally. And I was like, that's a pretty good, I can get behind it's that. It's cool. But I thought yeah. about on the other end, I, I just thought about like, if like what, if, I mean, if you humanize a little bit, make it a nor- uh, normal thing on earth, what if there's a thing that could make you black? You know, right, right, or Asian, sure, sure. Or, or Asian or something, and he uses that, and he's like the face. Oh, now. if anybody he's found public, out, that would be, I would be so pissed. Like that is out. such sure, a sure. dangerous. But what yeah. I'm thinking is, I wonder when this all blows up in their face because this is such a dangerous game to play. Uh, if this comes out, if this gets yeah. out that he's not yeah. really inhuman, it oh, is so sure. dangerous. Like I love it though. It, you need stakes. You need stakes in this in this whole thing. And I just thought it was a good. I I just like that they did that because you could yeah. play upon that. Like, what if they had done this? And, yeah, you know, and it shows and, how little the government sort of cares about inhumans that they basically use mm-hmm. it as a prop. Like, oh yeah, you'll pretend to be an inhuman. Like, who cares? You know, like potential weapons. Like they want. It's the arms race that, which is what I want. You know, like we, I want them to deal yeah. with this. Like it's an arms race to, yeah. To, and to, Talbot to, says like, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. I was, I, I've so every time there's a new Resident Evil movie coming out, this is totally off topic, but it, it's related. I promise. Um, I always go back and watch the old ones uh, uh-huh. to to just kind of refresh myself. So with the with the new one coming out next week, I've been watching all the old ones. And Jason O'Mara was Albert Wesker in the second Resident Evil movie in oh, I forgot Apocalypse. That. He was Albert Wesker, who is like the head of Umbrella, like this mm-hmm. really corny looking dude with like this bleach blonde hair and these the crazy sunglasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, he didn't show up. He wasn't Albert Wesker in any of the other ones. Just that one. So yeah, it was just fun. that one. 
but yeah, I mean, I again, I, I like the direction the show is going. Um, I, I, obviously, the other bit that comes out, there's a couple things else going on with this. One of them is the fact that May comes out of her drug-induced coma, uh, and the reason is because they're kind of they're giving her a simulation, yeah. but the simulation is that she's at a day spa. <laughs> Which is hilarious yeah, because so that would good. be the last place that May would be. She so do no day spa. Yeah, so her brain completely rejected it. So uh, they basically had to go back to the drawing board and create conflict, and that that's like her happy place. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But the other thing is that was a Wonder the, Woman moment too. Yeah. Her. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. From from that uh, yeah that episode. Uh. Um. That the robot May doesn't know she's a robot. I mean, there's this whole bit with yeah, Radcliffe right. yeah, and yeah. Ada where he talks about how, no, you're, because she's starting to feel almost jealous, right? Because she's perfect. Like the yeah. May, the May robot, the May LMD is perfect. Nobody knows she's a robot. Mm-hmm. She's fully and integrated into everything. And Gemma was, yeah. yeah, Gemma was able to determine that Ada was, was an android. Right. Um, right. But nobody's, when she acts out. weird. I mean, she acts like yeah. a robot. Right, right. Um, but May is acting perfectly, and, and Radcliffe kind of covers it over and basically says, well, that's because she doesn't know. Like, she's not biasing herself um, because she doesn't know she's 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 a robot. Like, mm-hmm. I favor you because I basically have have given you the ability to understand who you are. Like, you know you're what you are. She doesn't. Uh, and so it's – but it's interesting. But you could tell – uh, you, there feels like there's tension and a bit of a rift forming between oh, Ada yeah. and Radcliffe, mm-hmm. um, and of course we have the whole Fitz talking to her head in the uh, in the locker. <laughs> yeah, as um, if that wasn't creepy enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's, he's gonna, got her he's head gonna... in a locker and her brain on his phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, That's his Siri. Oh yeah. yeah. So May in the field, May gets injured. Uh, and when she comes back into the locker room, she looks in the mirror and sees that her skin is 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 broken and there's robotic elements under. So but I she thought, handles surprisingly well. Yeah, because if I saw that under my skin, I'd be screaming. I'd, I'd lose my mind. Yeah. yeah. So it almost like I wonder if if the robot may thinks well. I wonder if something happened to me like Coulson and they had to replace some of my oh, parts. Oh, that's a good with, idea. I didn't even with think a robot. That. You know, like basically right. like my <clears throat> my shoulder and my left arm got jacked up, so they had to basically reconstruct right. me. Which right. makes more sense than I'm actually a robot who doesn't know yeah. I'm a robot. <laughs> well if you if you put in her programming that even if she would just discover like something like that, self preservation would be to kinda Think of things to say to explain it away. Right. Yeah. You're not a robot. Anything that you're right. It makes sense that anything else but that you're a robot. Or right. you do the Westworld thing and it just doesn't compute, right? Like right. it just, doesn't, doesn't work. I don't you just don't, don't even it. see it. But mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case because she no. you could tell by her reaction, she saw the fact that she has something going on. And she was uh, plus she knows she knows about Ada, so yes. it, it wouldn't be a crazy leap in a way. And she loves like she's already her thing is she does love Colson. Yeah, yeah. Which will save him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there will be a situation, and her love for Colson will be the thing that'll 
because they keep driving at that whole thing of robots can't love, they can't hate, they can't yeah. feel hate or anger. Ada's looking like she's hating her boss right now, yeah. her creator. And at the same time, May Robot May is looking like she loves Coulson. Yeah, I mean Daisy and her have that moment in Lola where you know she's concerned about him right, and asks right. if you know and she's like i have this memory that i i think it was this mission and mm. anyway um so yeah so there's a there's a lot of stuff going on but i'm 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 looking forward to uh to to where this goes i'm also you you mentioned it earlier matthew but one of the things i'm looking forward to is the fact that Again, this isn't going to drag out. That in the spring, there's right. a third arc that's going to come into play. Yes. So I like the fact that the season is is going to be split up into what appears to be three storylines. Uh, yeah, know, roughly too. seven, eight episodes apiece, uh, which I think is smart because I right. think it's just long enough to give us a, a, a really good story. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some threads that carry through, but right, right. the LMD thing has been going on the sure. whole time. So sure. and. Can't imagine Ghost Rider is gone for good. So, yeah, but um, who knows? I don't know what they're doing with that. I but. think Watch. I mean, they they're really building up this whole thing with the Watchdogs. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. been that's been going for you know two seasons now. So, yeah, and now we have the the Superior, the new generic name for a bad guy. Mm-hmm. The Watchdogs mentioned that in the first episode a couple times. They they say not our superior they say the superior so right right some mysterious boss who has an even more boring name than the clairvoyant <laughs> right yeah. yeah it's like that's the best you could think of the superior yeah who knows? so that's that's probably like the overarching villain or something mm-hmm. yeah so that's where we we leave agents of shield so i again i think two strong episodes i'm happy with the way things are going yeah um, yeah all right, so we'll hit uh, two episodes of Luke Cage. We're going to do episode five. Uh, it's entitled Just to Get a Rep. And episode six, Suckers Need a Bodyguard. I just like saying that. All songs. Yeah. Titles. Yeah, yeah. So episode five opens up, and he's pretty much using his powers in the open, which I thought was interesting. Like, he's on top of that building. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's looking for his personal effects since his home was basically pancaked from a rocket launcher love the song uh, intro though over it yeah that was one of my favorite that's my favorite song from the from the uh, soundtrack i think yeah yeah and just the way it kind of moves in and out with uh with him l- looking through the wreckage mm-hmm. and then misty coming up behind him and Cottonmouth and the club right. like it, yeah it's that it's, hail it, to the it, chief it, thing like he's saying it's, it's hail mm-hmm. to the chief and he's uh this is the episode where Cottonmouth kind of Losing power, you you know, and it, yeah, which fits the tone. <clears throat> Claire comes back uh, home to Harlem. I guess mm-hmm. we find out she's she's from Harlem. Her mom right. uh, runs runs a diner there, so she comes uh, and and meets with her mom. And it was interesting because they had this conversation about uh, the shows. Really, don't tend to bleed over. They don't really talk too much about. What goes in one show versus the other? We didn't really see, you know, we little nods and hints and stuff between Jessica Jones and Daredevil, right. uh, and in even in Daredevil season two, we didn't really get much talk about like Jessica Jones or anything. So it was it was kind of cool to see her sitting down talking to her mom and just like, look, this is what went down in the hospital. I I quit or I was going to get fired regardless, 
but I met this guy that's blind and has these crazy senses and he's fighting crime and he's, you know, he's run into trouble and need help. You know, I've met this, this man that, uh, you know, took a shotgun blast to his head and should have, you know, and he survived. And, you know, she's, she's like, look, I think, I think this is my purpose in life. I'm, I'm here to help these people. And her mom is just like, yeah, no, don't, don't do that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, she's kind of come home to, to kind of get her wits about her and kind of figure out what her purpose is mm-hmm. uh, and everything. So I thought that was good. Uh, again, I, I love Rosaria Dawson. So the fact that she's, uh, she's kind of the through character uh, is fine with me. I mean, I, I, you know, we talked about this before, but I originally thought way back when that that was going to be. Yurik. Yurik. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Yurik. And that didn't turn out. I well, know. So. You know, of, of course, after everything that happens with the, with the addicts, uh, Cottonmouth doubles down on, on the protection. Like his, his accountant comes in and says, you're broke. Mm-hmm. Um, you have nothing. You have pretty much the money in the club and then whatever you share with Mariah and the brownstone, right. but you know he's like, yeah, I'm sure you have some cash, and uh, so, so so yeah, so cut. There was a weird one of the examples of when the pacing of a sh- this show is so up and down. There's a the scene. I know they want to. There are parts in this in the show where they want to info dump, saying mm-hmm. cultural things. This this time that they did this i think it was a totally in the wrong place like it didn't it came off as is weird when they're doing the uh he basically wants to know all his empire drugs everything racketeering everything he's got his money from where are we now since it's been taken right where, where what are we going to do I gotta, I gotta get a strategy and and one of his uh uh you know one of his thugs that works for him basically it's just repeating talking about a book this book that yeah, yeah. Uh, talks oh, yeah. about what happened, and it's like he's throwing out all these cultural references, but you would never do that. This is not the time that you would do something like that. And I know that the the, the people that did the show wanted us to hear these things because it, it goes to what happened in in Harlem, uh, in right, New York right. especially. <clears throat> so they wanted to get that out, but there are times in the show where it's just like. Right, that, that wasn't the place. Maybe that was not the place. That's to... like barbershop discussions. Yeah, and and Cottonmouth is just like that, or something Mariah would say. Yeah, like, that's, that's something, something Mariah, Mariah would, would say. Relate to him. But it reflected bad on Cottonmouth too, because I just don't see him acting that way. Like the you know, like the petty. He's been shown to yeah. be so smart to build this thing. I just don't see him being that petty. Uh, in terms of reacting the way he's reacting in the in the in the meeting, that that threw me off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. So of course, you know what ends up happening is we get kind of these montages where his his thugs go out mm-hmm. and they start shaking everybody down. So any of these, you know, he as he says, if they've got ten cents, I want to I want a nickel. Right. So he's got to build his cash reserves back up. Right. So he he sends his crew his crew out. Um, and they, you know, they do that shades shows back up because obviously now that things have gotten dicey mm-hmm. between him and Domingo, he's lost his cash that diamondback this, this, at this point, this mysterious figure diamondback that seems to be, you know, puppet mastering a lot of stuff going on, uh, shades comes in and it, it you know, to kind of set things right. And he shows off this, uh, as speaking of, as we were talking in agents of shield, um, 
this hammer tech, this, the, the gun that shoots these bullets that uh, will go through armor and explode and you know, they, everything incinerates so they leave no trace. Um, and it's called the Judas because uh, 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 I think Shades even says if you wanted – this is the gun you would use if you wanted to kill Jesus. Right, like you know? Jesus was a better human, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, of course, he wants to get a hold of it and – Shades tells him, "Well, there's two ways. One, you can buy it, or B, you can you can get Diamondback takes control of your operation, and he'll he'll uh, he'll let you have it, you know, for for taking out Luke. And of course, Diamondback or, or Cottonmouth doesn't want to give anything up, um, so he's trying to you know find a way to to make it work. Um, yeah. So, and it's Ch- uh, Chitari Tech too is the other little." In deep right. connection. Yeah, right. yeah, because he said, what is that metal made of? And he said, nothing of this earth. Yeah. Right, so a little, little yeah. extra little thing. Which makes sense. I mean, yeah, yeah. the hammer. I mean, we already totally saw, like, the Hydra that. people in Ultron had some sort of, like, mm-hmm. Chitari retrofitted gear. So yeah, it makes sense that's yeah. kind of floating around. Totally. We find out that Internal Affairs is on to Scarf. Uh that the, the two of the, you know, that, that they, they realize that he's, he could be crooked. Like um, the audience did in on. the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. So then we get to pop's funeral. So that, that turns out to be, you know, kind of the crux of the episode is everything's prepping for the, so they're prepping for the funeral mm-hmm. and cage decides to kind of make right. Like he, he starts getting hit. There's that cool, there's that cool scene when he comes out of the barbershop and like all these people yelling like, at you need help. Um, yeah, they're yelling. I was like, man, he's doing all, you know, Cottonmouth is doing this and Cottonmouth is doing fault. that. You got to stand up right. for us and you got to figure this out. You got to make it right. And, um, and so then, of course, they do the montage where, you know, Luke goes to be Luke and, and does everything. It's, it's pretty much a father manhandling children is, is when Luke Cage yeah. does his thing. It's <laughs> yes. like there's no defense against Luke Cage. There's nothing they can no. do. But I thought it was, it was cool because it, it again, it kind of harkens back to, you know, this, the character is so tied to the whole heroes for hire mm-hmm. thing. So the fact that he's working for the common man and, tr- and trying to make things right and standing up to bullies or, you know, in thugs, uh, I-, I just thought that was kind of a cool uh, little, you know, sequence that they, they put in there. Um, and-, and so, you know, he gets the guy's guitar back and then, uh, and then he ends up going after and getting, and getting the ring uh, back. That. So you know, he goes back to Pop's funeral uh, and then sees the lady there that that needed the ring because her father played uh, won it playing ba- baseball. It was his ring from from right. baseball, yeah. And he hitting on some hard times. Yeah, he was a drug addict. She made and it was the only thing that yeah. could keep him was, was yeah. building that store. Like she got him to do to uh, do the store with her and and trying to keep him out of uh, keep him off drugs, pretty much. Yeah, and, he, and she took the ring so he wouldn't play. right. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you know, Luke gets it back. I, it's funny. I, as I was watching this, I was like, okay. W- when I was watching Jessica Jones, the drinking game for Jessica Jones was every time she uh, pulls a lock uh, apart by just you know pulling down on the lock and mm-hmm. breaking it, uh, you, you take a drink. So in Luke Cage, every time he takes a pistol and squeezes yep. it or bends it in <laughs> yeah. half, you t- you take a drink. Totally. <laughs> totally. I thought it was weird that, like, later she pulls out the gun and she's like, what? It's like, what did you think he was doing (laughs) when he squeezed your purse earlier? (laughs) You know, like, yeah, yeah, that part, like, I didn't even think they needed to put in that she would take a gun to the church to a funeral. Yeah, that was just like, like, that was just unnecessary. 
I didn't think her character would do something like that as a bit much. Or I also hate the idea in TV shows where someone has to pull the gun out and look at it. Yeah, like to you could feel just it. Just remind yourself right. that it's there. It's like right. we yeah. get it. She's got a gun. Like you know, we. Yeah, I could have done. Yeah, he's Superman in your neighborhood. Everyone knows his powers now because he's shown it. Yeah, like it's mm. not I love, a secret. I love that dueling eulogies, duologies that they did though. That yeah. pretty much the fight for the name. Like, yeah, that was pretty much the in the show the the ideologies fighting. Yeah, it was it was great to have it sort of be so literal, but it worked. I mean, yeah, Luke killed it. I mean, he and it was it's funny because then you know I've. Yeah, after afterwards he goes out and he he tells him he's like, yeah, I thought about not going. He goes, but the the opportunity to show you up and make you look like a fool in front of everybody was just you know was was too too good to to pass mm-hmm. up. Yeah, uh, and I love that. How and they caught just laughs when he's nervous about something. You know? Oh, yes. always, yeah, yes. that's the thing. And he tells him never confuse the battle for the war. Right. Yeah, that was and that was a good line. That's confrontation number eighty five of the show <laughs> of I will yes. take you down. Yes. Next yeah. time I see you, keep my name out your mouth. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> I love that line. I love that line. Man, I love that line. Uh, yeah, it just makes me uh, all the sadder. Uh, what's, and then he what's tells that guy, yeah. yeah, next time you say my name, I'm I'm coming for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> next time you say my name, I'm coming for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, again, he's tried to you know build his reputation. At this point, he's committed to sticking around and and doing some good or at least until until cottonmouth gets put away like he's committed to hanging out because even misty tells him uh to leave and at the end of the episode he's like nope i'm sticking around i'm, I'm i just hate that they make her such a foil for this half of the season because she's like she yeah. comes off as she's supposed to be the smarter she's the neighborhood cop she came from the neighborhood she knows all these things she's so smart it's like a you don't even know that your partner's the most crooked dude on the force B, the dude is trying to do things, you know, trying to help. Your whole thing is to jump on top of him. He saved people in gun battles and all this kind of stuff. And your whole thing is to pretty much stick out your finger and go, you're terrible. You shouldn't do that. You, you, you know, like you're nothing but bad. And it's like this dude, Cottonmouth has been running around Harlem doing his thing all this time. And you've known about him. Like, don't yell it. Like, why are you taking it out on Luke? It really makes her not come off as a very good cop until later. Yeah, like, I it, think, it, it like, kinda, yeah, I think, like, I guess the only I agree, like, I I do feel like they they kind of gave some I don't know how to put it, but just made her not as sort of uh, competent as she should be sometimes. But I guess devil's advocate would be maybe she sort of jealous almost that he's able to sort of do what she's not able to do because she's so beholden to the rules and the law mm-hmm. so maybe a little bit of it is like she kind of resents that he's able to just like go nuts and like do whatever he wants and, and not like follow that. the rules but yeah they should have maybe made that a little clearer right that wasn't clear because her, her, her everything with her is don't do it like you, right, oh right. you say those yeah. don't do that don't do this don't do you got all those drugs and now those drugs are out of cotton mouth hands how dare you? And not a life was lost. Like no one got killed in that altercation. Shame on you. Like it, it just makes her come off as very as as the total foil in the situation when we know she is supposed to be an ally later on. It's like you don't need to make her that much of a 
of a, a obstacle for Luke to fight against. Yeah, could, I mean, I the guess system could do it. I guess, and you know, to play devil's advocate a little bit, they did make a point of having that conversation between her and Scarf, where she is very anti people with powers yeah, and yeah. vigilantes and stuff. Um, and then he also does seem to appear whenever things are really bad. Like, yeah, it is sort of suspicious, you know, I guess. Yeah, people are people are dying. Oh, all of a sudden, Luke Cage is there. Oh, this building has been blown right. up. Oh, Luke Cage. Right, is that there. is like for anybody who's not watching the show, like we are. I, I guess that would look pretty suspicious. Like, why is this dude who has crazy power yeah. involved in all of these uh, dangerous scenarios? So, I wow. yeah, I mean, I. I it just throws me ends. off because she's such a neighbor. She's supposed to be such part of the neighborhood. I just yeah. don't true, see true. her it as... Bugged, it definitely bugged me. And I tried to excuse it away as much as yeah. I could, but it definitely it definitely bugged me. Plus, they wanted to put this obstacle to keep them from getting together because we know Claire's... A, like, it's, our, it's like it's so obvious yeah. the episode Claire comes That's... in. We have to put this little fake obstacle to keep them from getting you know, from keep them from, from getting back together or whatever. That's what bugged me. I think more than mm. anything is that like they, they jump into it together in a, in the right off. Right. And I mean, I guess you could, some of that is, I think they're just trying to say, you know, Misty kind of can, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, has, has a bit of a, a side to her. Um, but Given the fact that she obviously saw something in this exactly. guy, and then for her to be chemistry, so yeah. against, yeah, 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 right, yeah, right. yeah, it just seemed a little odd to me. Like, wait a minute, weren't you just sleeping with this dude, and now you like think he's responsible for all the bad things happening in the world? I mean, um, I really don't think they needed to put him and Claire together. Like, she no, could have just I been an agree. ally. I you did. She could have been yeah. a female character who you know wasn't a. Object of desire, but you know, it's like you pass her I didn't off from one TV to the next. Yeah. It's like I yeah. don't really care for that. And we too much know, thing. we know yeah. who he's going to end up with, so it just feels like forced. Yeah, it does. It really does feel forced. It didn't ring true to me. Yeah, it didn't. I would have preferred that him and Misty kind of. Yeah, that made a know, little more, made more sense. But it was make like it rocky, to, you know. Yeah. Make it rocky, but you know, like he. You know there was a discussion in the writers' room where they were like, "Should he hook up with Mariah?" Hmm. They're just like, "Should he just hook up with every female character on this show?" <laughs> yeah, they didn't want it to be Shaft. Is this a thing? Yeah, probably, I could see but them they saying, were like, "We don't want him to be the Shaft character because Shaft did that. Like he was like two you know, romantic relationships with two of the female main characters yeah. on the show in like thirteen episodes. It's like if." Yeah. If I would think anything would be pushed on them, like certain beats you have to have in this show, no matter what, that has nothing to do with the people who are writing the, or running the show. I think the he has to be with Claire was one of the mandates. Like that has to happen. You do it the way you do it, but it has to happen in the show. Like he's supposed to end up with Claire by the time we get to the end of the season, going into with defenders and all that kind of stuff. Like that's why I think that's probably why it doesn't feel right for them to be together. Well, why couldn't it have just been yeah. Misty? You know, Misty's going to be in Defenders too. It could have been the same beat. You know, I think they want that Claire though. The whole thing of killing Yurik is just so, so Claire could be the. No, I mean I get it, like keeping Claire thing. around, but she could have been involved with. Oh, I'm with you, involved. but I think for whatever reason, that's the decision they have is that they right, want right. her. Well, to yeah, be that. like no matter what, they wanted her to be that. 
Well, they should make it across the board. Like Jessica should have hooked up with her. Danny should have hooked up with her. I'm if sorry, just finish it <laughs> off. That's what they're gonna do. Just if that's how they're off. gonna treat her, yeah. like at least, <laughs> right? She's, yeah, it's funny because she's the nurse and mommy figure and everything. She's like everything to everyone. She saves everybody when they get hurt. She's, yeah, well, she listens whatever... to everyone's problems when yeah. they when they have whatever their character they need her pain. to be. Like she just call her Mother Teresa and and yeah, just yeah. have her you know go around help, helping all the all the uh, superheroes. I like that. I like that it started with the whole Trish talk thing. So the callback to again another callback to yeah, Jessica Jones yeah. is cool. That's a good little uh, where he's good little like subtle sort of reference. You know, it doesn't take you out yeah. of it, but it did. Uh, well, yeah, we never see her. Well, we have yeah. a thing in New York called Street Soldiers, which is basically what that sounds like. Where on you know on Sundays. We have uh, someone who um, she basically does that. She has uh, the neighborhood call in. They have they talk a lot about uh, what's going on in the neighborhoods and then in the uh, local neighborhoods, whether it's uh, crime, police shootings, uh, politics in the neighborhood, people doing, th- you know, like people doing programs or whatever. So it sounds so much the way the style of it. The way they did it made me think of that. And I'm pretty sure the dude is a New Yorker or he knows a lot about New York. And I'm pretty sure he wanted to have that vibe of that throughout, you know, with this episode. Makes sense. And it makes sense. I just wish that instead of him just jogging and people calling in and talking about things he's done, I wish we would have saw a little bit more of Luke just randomly helping people without it being. We got to stop Cottonmouth, but I mean, just randomly going around the neighborhood and just helping people out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but then they had to have that moment where him and Mariah sort of like flirt a minute. Oh yeah, definitely. Because they had to throw that in there. Like, had to throw that the, in there. Luke's got to yeah. flirt with everybody. You know it. That's yeah. that's the that's the definite. <laughs> that's the definite. For a minute, I was like, "This is seems a little awkward." Like, is this? No, he's a pretty man. He's, he's a pretty do... man. No matter right, what. but it's he... like he. Like she's, uh, you know, she's the villain, <laughs> and he's he's, you know, he's kind of like throwing eyes at her a little, and it's like, wait, is well, you know, his thing is he's always he's always nice to whip like no, that respect for women. Know. So, but, yeah. but when you look like him, that comes off as yeah. Why are you undressing her with your eyes, man? Yeah, <laughs> he was in a room with my girl. I'd be mad. I'm like, it's over. I guess. Let me get my stuff. <laughs> Go ahead, Mr. Cage. I'm gonna walk on out now. Thank you very much. Can't compete with that. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was it was a cool open. And and again, it was kind of you know, you kind of got both sides, right? It was like the lady that calls in is like, this man is a menace, and then the other one that calls in is like, so, hey, he's helping, he's helping us out. And then uh, Trish is like, yeah, the the ones that are bad-mouthing them are the ones that have never met them. Right. And then those that are, you know, speaking well of them, you know, actually know what they're talking about. So it totally like, was. Yeah, even, kinda... even Trish sounded like she was in love with him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, She's yeah. got a soft spot for, well, you know, maybe I'm sure Jessica told Trish about, you know, oh, she's okay. got to be able to put two and two together at this point. <laughs> yeah. Sure. How sure. many bulletproof guys are there in New York? I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so the other one of the other big beats of this is Scarf and Cottonmouth meet up because Scarf gets his guns out of the lockup uh, because uh, Perez is is crooked as well. So the two of them are in cahoots with the guy in the evidence locker. They get the weapons out, the hammer tech guns that were taken earlier on, the, the Domingo's guns, and 
So Scarf basically tries to shake Cottonmouth down, which, of course, that's not going to end well. Yeah, that's dumb. Um, that was does. dumb, too, because you, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you had that money. Dumb. You know that the money's all been taken. Yeah. So yeah. What's the end game of that? Like, what did right, you think right. was going to happen? It, yeah. That seemed a little forced. Like it did. It why did. did he choose that as the moment to all of a sudden be like, "I'm going to mess with this guy"? Like, just yeah. It's like I guess because he felt like he had him over a barrel. Like he knew he was desperate. Like sure, okay, yeah. He, knew, but he, was, he knows Cottonmouth is desperate at this point. But Scarf no didn't way. seem like that dumb of a guy to like. Right. If he's desperate though. Like the right. other thing people do when they're desperate is like Cottonmouth's not the type of guy who's when he's desperate he's going to bend over more. He's the type of guy who's going to lash out. Yeah, but he also probably figured he's not going to gun down a New York police detective in broad daylight. No, no. Yeah, I guess, uh, but they were also in the middle of nowhere, which was dumb on his yeah. part. It was like, dumb that you yeah. know, like you even said, you got all his money. You even said it to him yeah. that we yeah. know you have all his money. The There is no end game for this because there's not another faction who's going to pay you for it. Right, so right. why would you spend? It didn't make Scarf no sense. doesn't come across as the sharpest tack in the box either, though. Well, he's smart enough not to ever get caught until he got shot. Like yeah, that's the right. thing I'm going by. Like you've been with right. the, been you in the force this long. Yeah. You're smart enough to not get caught with anything, even though uh, uh, Internal Affairs knows you're probably crooked, and you still not gotten caught. So yeah. that's he's smart enough, you know. Because if he's a complete idiot, then what does that make Misty? Yeah, yeah, that, true. Yeah, true. Yeah. I think I think yeah, a little bit with Misty too is a little hero worship. So she oh, she definitely she's had little, it, but yeah, she's a little blind. To but she's his, so by his, the book, it's like it doesn't make sense for yeah. her to be that by the I, to be that by the book and let this stuff slide. Like I'll go see the one witness that we have. I'll let you yeah. go by yourself and do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. There, there's a couple of beats like towards the end with Scarf that it just doesn't. Like really add up that all those things would have happened. Well, it makes it yeah. feel like there were certain things that had to happen in a certain exactly, time, it, and it they did made it feel like someone was writing it, it and not right a yeah. story. Yeah. <laughs> and they had to get it done. Like they had to get it yeah. to that point, and it didn't yeah. come off right. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, like we we're saying, uh, Mariah has this interview crew that's coming in because she obviously needs to sharpen up her image. She's trying to prove again. She's She's looking to enhance her legacy. She's trying to get all this stuff done, uh, and she's putting herself in the best possible uh, scenario. Even though she hates people. So after that, Luke shows up and has uh, breakfast with Bobby, mm-hmm. uh, which was funny uh, because Bobby tries to talk Luke into you know being a hero, and they talk about you know getting getting the shop back up. Neither one of them are barbers, but right. they know they need to get the shop back going. Right. Um, and I love that bit where he. He tries to get. He's. He said. Uh, he said. Well, what? A, I think he. T- he told Luke. He's like, you can make a career out of uh, robbing bad guys. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I'm not. He's like, or you could do that other thing. And and Luke looks at him. He's like, uh, no. And he's like, he's like, he's like, I ain't no hero. And and Bobby goes, that could be your slogan. I ain't no hero. Pay me. <laughs> it was funny like, you dialogue. Could, you could patent that. Yeah, it was funny. He's great in it. The, the one who plays Bobby is great in this. Oh, yeah. is us. Yeah, that yeah. show makes me cry. I mean, God dang. Oh, I haven't watched. I haven't seen that yet. Don't so. watch it unless you don't want to cry. Um, <laughs> but uh, the thing that bothers me about this is the Luke Cage. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be a hero. You announced on TV yeah, your yes. name. They keep you going sh- back and forth. With you that. showed the world that you have super strength in Harlem. You're in New York City. 
Okay, the yeah. biggest city in the, in, in the United States. It's pretty much everyone knows about New York now. It's not like that. It's not like you're in Ohio or some town, and you do something like that, and you you know, and you kind of think, well, maybe no one will say anything about it too much. The press won't be. This is major press that you you decided to un you know show your powers to. How do you expect you not to be a national name now? I mean, especially with all the focus on people with powers out there like it's just it, it it came off very not smart like it just yeah and and he sort of already had his like call to action in episode like two or three they, you know he had that moment already where it's like okay um you know where he took on the guys in Genghis Khan mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. sort of like right. all right I'm ready to help people I'm ready to be a hero right then like you said he he announces on TV like I'm Luke Cage like says his name like okay that's definitely his his uh, you know he's coming out he's finally like a hero and then he's right. still for the rest of the season like well I'm not really yeah. a hero it's like Man, you can't keep flip flopping like that yeah it's a it just felt thing forced. with this show yeah, yeah it's it a just constant like thing with kept, this show yeah it was just it like just let him me. let him be a hero like he's already mm-hmm. he's already saying it you know it's uh, yeah it just felt too it wasn't like Jessica Jones where she was like purposely trying to like not be involved you know and and didn't show her powers like she she exactly she purposely would not show her powers unless her it was something. unless there was, was a lot like, that needed to be broken right, right. unless there was a lot or somebody's car she needed to stop or you right know, but it was right. small it was small it was scale small like, things hearsay like stuff she you could, could deny explain. She could exactly deny. But, but he's just like since day one is just like yep here i am like and Everybody in town knows who this guy is. Especially like. that episode, because in the opening, you're picking up like 500 pounds, rocks, and yeah. whatnot. And this is still while like, the pol- there's the like five other guys in the world yeah. have these powers. Like, yes, even like, in the Marvel universe, there's like a guy in a suit and like a mm-hmm. super soldier and Hulk, and like he's in the top ten of people who have superpowers in the world in the past like three years like people are gonna people are gonna pay attention to that if anything people should be yelling are you one of those inhumans or something but i I don't whatever reason i know they won't do it but even though it's a plague that the president of the united states is addressing it's just yeah like i the news reporter should have said is he in you like is this another You know, one of those things where it's an inhuman in New York. Well known this... inhumans that have right about around the world that president. I mean, imagine Obama goes on TV and he's like, "Hey, there's a uh, basically alien mutant people living among us." Yeah, that we wouldn't be talking about anything else. I'll no, you, it'd like, be it'd be a cycle. It'd be it'd be a twenty four hour cycle about be, these all, buildings. All we were like, talking about. And humans, like, these are humans should be popping up every. And I know it's like a broken record, but it matters because you set up this world. Like, you, yeah. you, hey, we didn't make choice. you do this. Yeah, it's exactly. your choice to set this yeah. up. And uh, you. Unless, unless the show takes place before that. You think? Like, even before it's a new. It's not clear. You're right, it's not. The one iffy thing. It's not 100% not, clear. The iffiest thing is that S.H.I.E.L.D. referenced Daredevil Season 2. In the Watch true. Dogs episode last year, there was like a news crawl on the bottom, That's true. Like explosion in Hell's Kitchen. So, and we've talked about this before because, mm-hmm. other than that, it looks like Daredevil takes place like three years ago or something. Like, it takes place like a year after the Avengers. So there was some type of yeah. shield. And then season two exists like right after season one. So mm-hmm. I think, like to be honest, I mean, 
not giving them the benefit of the doubt, I think they don't really have much of a timeline. <laughs> I, they yeah, don't. I mean, they, they, I don't they've kind of gone with the fact that we do, which mm-hmm. I hate. Yeah, but you know, it's no kind of gone with the fact no that most Lucas of stuff takes place story in group. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I, who knows? But I don't think they're going to link this world. I don't think it's actually going to finally happen until Defenders. I, I really don't. I don't think that they're going to allow, you know, like this little connection with even mentioning anything about Inhumans or, or the movies or all that. Like, they've been pretty close to the vest with it. But I think once Defenders comes, I think it's a lot more of that put in with the Defenders. Maybe, yeah. yeah. We'll know. We'll know soon. Yeah. Well, uh, this summer. Yeah, this summer. I guess that's one thing we didn't talk about in June. I guess June is the is the date right. allegedly, which makes sense. I mean, yeah. yeah. March is Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. We still got to hit Pun. Is it Punisher this year or Jessica Jones? I, I think Punisher. Yeah. Well, they already filmed. So I yeah. Think oh right, right. Yeah, right, right. They did at the same time. Yeah. Okay. I think so, Punisher is like the October, September, November right. time frame. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, so so yeah, so Mariah Cottonmouth goes back to Mariah and says that he shot Scarf, and of course Mariah starts to flip out Mm -hmm. um, over what he's doing. So this is where things we're kind of on that road now of of Cottonmouth kind of unraveling and Mariah kind of ascending. I guess I guess the way to put it. And then we come back to the diner. And this is I love this uh, scene when Claire shows up at the diner. Uh, Luke is there; he's still having breakfast with Bobby, and uh, her mother, played by uh, Sonia Braga, the the lovely Sonia Braga, mm-hmm. um, uh, tells you kind of gives her the look like, "Hey, that remember that guy you were telling me? Like he's sitting right over there." And then she she goes over and she's like, "Luke," and he's like, uh, "Yes," <laughs> and it's like. And, and you know she's like, oh, you probably don't remember me. And he's like, oh, hey, it right. was like the most awkward. Like it was. Oh, hey, yeah, guy. Like, right. Hey Which there. makes sense that. Hey, later you. Did we well. have coffee? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are we gonna like fall in love in like two episodes? Even though you don't remember who I am. Yeah, it was funny. It's almost like the yeah, the, like was I drunk and don't remember meeting you and like it was really funny. Yeah, yeah. I just I just love the history. Like, hey, you like, yeah. like when you look like awkward. that, I bet there are many hey you moments. Yes, that he's had, yes, you know, yes. So, uh, so that was funny. So anyway, so they they kind of have their their awkward right. reunited conversation, which is funny. And the mom is like, "You look like he looks like your dad." <laughs> yeah. Yes. So you already know that that whole thing. It's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't even hear that. She said yeah, that she, when she, they were she, looking at the news about it because it was on national new news, right? And she goes, she yeah. goes. Uh, Claire is saying like that's the guy, blah blah blah, and he's like, he's a, he reminds mm, me of your father. He reminds me of your father. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> so that was funny. Uh, it was good to see uh, it, the captain, the police captain, Sanja San, the one that she was uh, Kima Greggs in Wire. Uh, she's she's in this, so that was that was cool. And it's funny because she's almost like uh, it, it, like in the same situation, right? Like caught up in this department. There's like mm-hmm. 
you know, some corruption going on. There's, you know, all this, you know, crime going on and everything else. The department is, you know, is, is going to eventually at the end kind of like sweep it under the rug. So like, it doesn't cause a problem. And again, she looks like she is like in misty shoes, right? Yeah. And she's smart and all that. Oh yeah. But her partner's crooked too. Yeah. And she didn't know. It's like, why would you even put that in there? That it had to be her partner. Yeah. Yeah. Scarf shows up at Pops, of course, shot. Uh, and this is after. So Claire, you know, she's trying to talk Luke into becoming a, a hero. Like, oh, hey, course. you know, you know, why don't you do this? You know, this is, you know, you're, you know, I have some, you know, she yeah, even says, yeah. like, I have some ideas. But Russ, I ain't no um, hero because if I was a hero, I'd have went on TV and told everybody my name. And then <laughs> yeah, I'd have been doing right. superpowered stuff in front of the cameras. I don't do that. So I'm not no hero. Come on. I would have been to a building with a, with a car door and yeah. uh called the police yeah i'm not here so scarf is obviously in a bad way uh they try and patch him up and uh of course now th- they know the police know that scarf is gone of course and i love it again misty's doing her uh walk weird <laughs> yeah. you know thing where she you know her where's waldo they call it you know All where right. she's she, she's in scarf's apartment trying to figure out what's going on and not really getting anything and perez is trying to throw her off the off the scent, but yeah, so they ultimately have to get uh, scarf out. I love the the car chase again. They you know they she calls her mom again. Mm-hmm. She, her mom comes up with the van, and they mm-hmm. get scarf. And then there's that car chase, and uh, he ends up pulling next to the building so he could rip out the side mm-hmm. of the van and punch through the wall and get him out. Yeah. Uh, also, we get a little info on Scar, but I don't know how that makes it that he's crooked, but uh, that he would turn crooked. But his son, uh, yeah, he left himself. his gun out. And his son got it and killed himself by accident. I don't know if they're making it seem like that was his turning point, like in his career or something. Like maybe that was when he went. I don't know if they're trying to imply that that's made him go corrupt. I think so. To put it in there to something like he just didn't turn just overnight. Maybe it seemed like they were trying to imply that, yeah, he, uh, you know, he was a good cop at one time. He did care at one time and. And yeah. then he lost his son, and that's what did it. I, I the the bit too with Mariah getting ambushed with the interview. Like she yeah. she thinks she's setting up this puff piece, right, uh, for this crew to come in and and do this, and they do this favorable. You know, they shoot her favorably mm-hmm. outside, and they you know they cozy up to her, and then when they sit her down, they totally ambush her, and they're like, oh, <laughs> is, you know, which Harlem are you representing? You know, the one that you say publicly, <laughs> or the one where you're. Your cousin is arrested, right? Or your cousin is involved in all this crime, and you know this 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 project you were involved with is you know has seven million dollars being stored there, and all this other kind of stuff, and uh, that doesn't go well. No, you can't be a kingpin or a, like you can't have a cousin in that that much into crime in an area that you you know that you're in in this day and age, and not have somebody be able to find something out. Yeah, yeah. And of course, Misty and Perez get get teamed up, but this time she's actually on. She's wise to him, like right. she, because he's being very like they they realize that they're shooting. Mm-hmm. And she, she assumes it's Scarf, and he's like, no, no, no. Why do we want to go in that? If that's your partner and he's you know involved in this, you don't. They're they're probably lighting him up. You don't want to be. You don't want to be around that right. partner. Oh. And so she tricks him out by pretending to answer the phone, mm-hmm. and it's Scarf, and um, 
<clears throat> so that was yeah. That's again, like that was, now that's Misty. Like I'm like yes, okay. Yes. Now we now we got her back again. It's like yeah, yeah. Being smart, but it turns out Scarf had a little black book. Um, of course, yeah. Of course he does. So to cover himself. So Luke went and got that uh, earlier, but uh, before the before the car chase and and dealt with that. Um, horrible so that thief. The, horrible thief. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just jumps out the window. Yeah. But yeah, so because of that and scarf and everything else, they're they're able to to kind of pin all this stuff on Cottonmouth. So they show up at his place to arrest him mm-hmm. with the musical uh, montage, then, which is a thing. Yes, yes. Um, and of course, while they're doing all that, the camera crews hasn't fully left yet. So they totally ambush her again, saying, "Hey, what do you think about your cousin being arrested?" Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of put her in a bad bad spot once again. So. You know, at the end of this episode, like everybody's feeling great. You know, the the cops are basically going to cover it all up because they don't want you know they don't want them to know that you know it was because of a dirty cop and the evidence you know and and got out and all this other kind of stuff. So they're going to just kind of sweep it under the rug and let it go. Um, and, and this is where Luke and and um, Claire kind of had a conversation where she thinks she's trying to convince, talk him into staying. And Luke feels like, well, Cottonmouth's in jail. Pop's, you know, been put to rest. The shop is ready to open back. You know, is getting closer to opening back up. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm, I need to leave. And and we'll find out a little more later. You know, or, or actually, you find out based on his. You know, he's kind of a wanted guy. So now that the, he's he's put his name out there, it's probably not going to take people too long to put two and two together and figure out who he actually is. Yeah. Especially um, if he don't stay off TV. Right. And, and he's come across shades and shades knows it's him. Like shades is, is put it together. Right. Uh, that it's, it's yeah, that's it's, that dude that had that terrible wig, that Afro wig in yeah, prison. I yeah. wonder why he wore that, but it's all right. Now I know. Now I know. Yeah. But yeah. He, and then of course, Luke asks her if he wants to go have coffee and she's like, I'm not sleeping with you. Right. That's <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> Because she tells him, you know, he didn't have. She saw him yesterday at the at the diner, and he didn't even drink his coffee. He's drinking his juice. So, uh, so anyway, so that was kind of funny. So, so that's where we end episode six. Uh, I I think these were two stronger episodes overall. I think I think like we get episodes six and then seven. And I think after seven is where it kind of slides a little bit for me. It kind of takes a weird turn. Well, it stops. Like the plot, yeah. it, it totally just yeah, the story just stops a, moving. Yeah, and and we'll talk about it. Yeah, in the next episode. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so we'll we'll cover it then. But uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, overall, I, I like these two these two episodes quite a bit. There's a lot going on. There's a there's a lot to develop. Claire, you know, Claire coming back into the mix. For me, is always a plus. Uh, again, I like Rosario Dawson, and having that continuity between the shows is good. Yeah, she's awesome. I'm, I'm glad. I mean, Yurik would have been awesome as well, but well, they could have had both. I mean, it was yeah, exactly. Pleasure. They could have yeah. one stopped it from. I think the more sort of interconnected characters, the better. But I, I she, she's an amazing performer. I think she. It's, oh I'm yeah. really Glad that she's uh, <clears throat> involved with all these. Absolutely. Um, so that's pretty much going to be it. Oh, uh, contest. So uh, I put something out there for iTunes reviews. I didn't really see too many new ones, but uh, I picked one anyway. Um, so if uh, I picked 
out of out of all of the iTunes entries, I just uh, randomly picked a number, and that was the number uh, in order from top to bottom. I just went through and pulled it. Um, so on iTunes, there's a user. If you're B Deluca one, um, email me at Russ at hhwlod.com, and uh, I will send you your two your pick of whichever phase two two phase two movie codes that you want. So we got a bunch of digital redeemable codes that you should be able to use for the phase two movies. Um, and we'll pass, we'll pass those out. Um, so yeah, keep, keep the iTunes reviews coming. Um, that that's kind of a, a easy one for us to go back to the well on for a contest. Um, and I will always, you know, go back to the beginning. It's not just folks that have put in new reviews, but, but old ones as well. The other thing is, um, since I subscribe to both the Clear Core Funko Box and the Smuggler's Bounty, which is the Star Wars one, um, because of course I have to get one every month, not just one every other month. The Star Wars, the Click, the Smuggler's Bounty did something interesting over the holiday, and I don't know if it's just because I've gotten every one of them, so I've been a subscriber since they started. They gave out a bonus box, and I'm I'm guessing probably what it was is they had they wanted to thin out the warehouse a little bit. Um, and so I think the intention was for you to subscribe to the other box, even though I'm already subscribed to the to the collector core. But they sent me a um, Guardians of the Galaxy box, which I already own um, and not really interested in owning two. So uh, I will at some point come up with a contest to give away that one. I, I actually, uh, before the holiday, sent out the Civil War box. Uh, so that was that was. I'm glad I was able to do that since I got two of them. Um, so I will send out a, a Guardians one. I think with the movie coming up, I'm going to try and find a way to integrate a contest into the movie. Uh, so stay tuned for that. You guys uh, have anything else before we close it out? Uh, no, no. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we will be back hopefully next week uh, where we'll dive into some more Luke Cage and uh, stay current with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and hopefully get to that uh, Slingshot series. So uh, you've been listening. It's all connected.